0: Don't be such a silly grin It's the same old thing We've checked the dictionary Now here's a commentary On life abroad and all it brings Immigrant, expats We are British and black Living across the sea So why don't you join us Just sweet cats and just sweet nuts and pour yourself a cup of tea in the morning. As you listen to our podcast weekly, our podcast weekly. Hello everybody. Oh, it's just me here, is it? Hello. (laughs) Uh, no, hello. Hello. Hi, we're, we're starting back. Yeah, I thought you were gonna carry on. Oh well, hello everybody. My name's Nat, and this is my voice. Hello everybody, my name's Kat, and this is my voice. Uh guys, today um we are doing a very special podcast episode. Um we finally decided to sit down today to discuss our beloved father. <sighs> It's gonna be a tough one, guys. Yeah. We knew it all along. Um, we're gonna really discuss. Our, our, um, okay, our father died last year. Um, it, this week, it's a year since he's uh, been gone, and we're just gonna talk about him yeah. and 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 just share our memories of him. And yeah, so it's gonna get emotional. And um, and we always knew that, but we always knew when we started this podcast that we wanted to do a special one just for Dad. Um, and I suppose I think when his birthday came up, we were like, "Should we do it?" It was his birthday in February, um, but I just think we just could. I mean, from from my perspective, I think I was sort of putting it off, really, uh, because you know we got to sort of tap into that um, sadness that you have there. Um, and I've always wanted this podcast to be quite bright and, yeah. and, uh, uplifting to people. So before we get into it, I don't know if uh, there's so many people who've lost people. So I suppose trigger warning, if, if you guys, are, if anyone here is dealing with, um, loss and um, bereavement and you're not quite ready to hear about loss and bereavement, um, then maybe skip this episode. Uh, but. You know, this one is g I I don't it's not gonna be all sad. No. <laughs> we're just we're gonna remember our dad who is a bit of a character and hopefully we can build a picture of him for for those of you who didn't know him. And for those of you who did know him <laughs> for those of you who did know him, hopefully um the picture that we paint is one that you can recognise and remember. And um and yeah, and hopefully you can find joy in this episode of remembering our dad yeah perfect, Natty. that's it thank you (laughs) thank you
1: oh so I think we were gonna start did you want to start about dad in his early life oh yeah what we know about dad to set the
0: scene he was such I mean our dad has uh I mean before he had us he had this whole life And we sometimes got snippets of it here and there. Like, um, for example, I mean, some of you who would remember um, in one of the episodes, I spoke about my wedding. Yeah. And dad basically cooked the food for everyone. And and because he he used to work in the the kitchen. kitchen. (laughs) He worked everywhere. He worked everywhere. He, but, worked, um, he worked on London Underground. He didn't worked he? on he London Underground. He built Under-
1: some of the, um, Victoria the, the, the Victoria
0: line. He, he built worked some there. of the Victoria line, and he always said the reason why he never wore a wedding ring yeah. is because he was wearing a ring once when he was working on the Victoria line, and one of the machinery took got his ring oh no and he nearly broke his finger his finger nearly ripped off because he um was wearing a ring so he said i'm never wearing a ring i think
1: it was really (laughs) dangerous in those days i think he almost yeah could have lost his life or something it was that dangerous building the rail track
0: yeah so um
1: so he was born in 1944 yeah we can say that now because his past, because he would never let yeah. anyone know his <laughs> personal data like that. Oh you God. can't be giving personal data. No,
0: you can't give personal data just out willingly. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I just want to jump because I don't know if this is going to be too jumpy. But I, but guys, guys, bear with us. This will be jumpy. Yeah. I think this has got to be jumpy. Yeah. It's the only way that we can fully yeah. represent Dad because he used to jump in oh it, all around subjects, It was he? so funny.
1: I just remembered a story about, I think you were in Spain and I'm not sure if he, he you wanted your um, PIN number or something and you said Dad was speaking to you in code. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Do you remember that story? He's like, okay so you take this and you're like what is the number Number? yeah he was so I remember you telling me a story he was just like okay so you if I was to go down the road (laughs) and stop at number 35 But next door on the right hand side, which was just like, he was so security conscious. Oh,
0: he was, he was. Yeah, so back to the beginning. <sighs> so he was born in 1944. He was born in Jamaica. Mm. His father was uh, a minister yeah. in the church. Bishop Anderson. Bishop, Bishop Anderson. And his mother was, I suppose, a homemaker. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if she what sort of job she might have had. Um, But she went on to have eight children. Mm. Dad was the second. First boy. He was the first boy, but the second child. But that first boy gave him that... Mentality yeah. of i'm in charge, I think from very early on he was given this thing of you are in charge, you yeah. are always right, you are the one that everyone looks to for leadership yeah <laughs> so he was, he in was charge a born a leader he was a born leader, he was in charge of all his eight siblings, um, but he left home really young, yeah so his family, when he was probably about three or four, yeah his family moved to Costa Rica his his uh, dad got um, a job well working with the church um to build churches in costa rica to this day our family is known in certain parts of costa yeah. rica mainly uh on the caribbean coast puerto viejo around those sides um, limon limon um you know uh uh, that's where my dad's family settled, and Dad has this real affinity with Costa yeah. Rica. And later on, in his later years, he loved going back to Costa Rica. Yeah. He absolutely could not wait. Yeah, um he'd plan, and he's like, "I'm going for a month to Costa Rica. I'm going to go see this person. I'm going to do this. I'm going." He, he would go for January, February yeah, time January because February. he can't stand the cold. Yeah, yeah. In he the UK, there and talking about his friends. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so he grew up so he went to costa rica so he and then when he was in costa rica for a few years he went to america and stayed with a an aunt relative yeah an auntie and then went back to costa rica and i think dad always sort of um uh kind of um felt that that a lot of that movement hindered his education because he was going from being educated in spanish then going back to english and then going back to spanish again and um and finally i don't know like he if he really got many qualifications no, or anything like I that not, in the s- not 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 i think um, he finished high school yeah um but i don't he never went on to further education or higher education no. Um, and I think he felt quite self-conscious about mm. that. He wouldn't really talk so, so much about it. No. And I think when we were kids, there was this kind of joke, oh, where, what university did you go to, Dad? A university of life. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but he was so intelligent. I was He's saying very to Natalia the other day, very cultured, yeah. very eloquent, very mm. passionate.
0: About what he loved. He, and he loved music. He loved art. He loved poetry. Mm. He loved so many things. Yeah. And he loves sharing that with people yeah, and speaking definitely. about that. Definitely. Um, so... Uh, and then he uh, came to the UK quite young. Yeah, he came to the UK quite young. So he he left Costa Rica. He left mm. his, his parents and he went to the UK. I remember asking him once, uh, and, and this is one thing about my dad. When When I was in my 20s, I got really kind of... I mean, I I don't know if I'll tell this in a separate story, but I definitely um, got really, I could ask him really Mm. deep questions, I think, that you didn't really ask your elders. Um, I think I was able to remove that sort of barrier between us, and I felt that we got to a place of just, like, pure friendship. And Mm. then I did ask him, like, Dad, like, can you imagine, you left your mum at, what, like, 17? Yeah like how did you find that and he was like yeah it was difficult but you know like he didn't seem to you know but then when you look at us like we were so close to our parents yeah and we are so close to them you know and like can you i was like can you imagine like if i just decided to leave at 17 i think it's just a different world there um but he
1: came to the uk put down roots here so that's when he became more stable i suppose because Mm. in his um Uh, Childhood years, he was moving around. But I think in his twenties, he still sort of was a bit up and down, up and down. Yeah, he he... went on holidays, but I mean, what he didn't do is relocate again. yes, yeah, yeah, Yeah. more on a more permanent basis. Yeah,
0: Yeah. but he did go to he did go to America. He did spend like quite a few like months in the states and stuff like that. Did like bicycle, bicycle, uh, motorcycle, uh, journeys across the states yeah. and stuff like that. He most of his brothers and sisters went to America actually, but one of his brothers went to um, London. Yeah. where Dad was as well. Yeah, yeah. But Dad was staying with some family. Yeah. Uh, one of his biggest regrets actually was when he was staying with his aunt. Mm. So it was a probably a, like an adopted sister of his yeah. mother, and she she had some belongings of my dad mm. and he she was telling him either she's moving house or she's clearing up she wanted him to take his case basically she wanted him to take his suitcase or his belongings and he was like a 20 year old and oh I don't listen to this but he he just was doing his business yeah. basically gallivanting mm and um and in the end she threw it out yeah. like she just dumped it all and and dad would never no, let it go No. never forgot that moment he was so hurt by that he was so hurt by that cuz it had all these pictures it had his letters from his mother yeah. had pictures had so many like um so many uh sentimental mm. things in that case. Yeah. And so, but I think it affected him in the way that he never would want to get rid of never anything. anything. I think that it, it kind of transpired into him being quite um, like a hoarder. He is a hoarder. We yeah. did <laughs> not throw anything away. Even more recently, when our brother Gordon was
1: um doing up his kitchen, my dad wanted did you know this? He wanted the cupboard doors of the old kitchen. <laughs> Yeah. And, but not to put in his kitchen he just said <laughs> they were good cupboard. cupboards <laughs> <laughs> the, the,
0: the perfectly fine cupboards I'll yeah. take them.
1: <laughs> and gordon was like dad you don't need them he's like yeah yeah I'll just put them in the garage it's like you do <laughs> not need them. these
0: cupboard doors, <laughs> you don't need the cupboard doors. <laughs> so yeah so he he well in his 20s he was like up and down in 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 london in in america in new york he, he spent some time in new york um he had girlfriends yeah you know he had girlfriends and uh and he was really involved with like uh the art scene yeah uh quite political yeah. scene as well I think they were quite um I suppose he wouldn't talk too too much no. about it because I don't know if there were popular ideas <laughs> no I know and do you know what my big regret is well
1: Oh my goodness. So, my dad, at the end of his life, he had cancer. And when he was in hospital and I visited him, he said to me, Catherine, I think I'd like to write a story about the male relationships in my life, some key men in my life. So, my father, his friends, you know, some key male relationships. And I was like, Dad, that's, that's perfect. Amazing. Like, we've, like, who would have had a, a book like that? I've never seen a book like that. A man talking about his male friendships mm. and you know such important friendships and uh and then he came out of hospital and I remember visiting him and he said Catherine you haven't started my book Mm. and I'm like oh dad sorry I thought you were writing the book you know and he said we haven't sort of started my book and then like the next month he passed yeah and I feel so sad that you know yeah or like I mean just, just on describing his life like that, Natty, you know, mm. not only the generation you were born, but moving from country and settling in the UK, even settling so, in the UK yeah. from the Caribbean or from the Americas is is a big story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, so I I feel I feel sadness
0: about that that yeah. we didn't really think about. And what I feel sad about as well is that you know I was doing that podcast mm. and he wanted to, like remember I was explaining the podcast yeah. to him like talking about people's lives through the music that was going on at the time. Yeah. And I was like, and he was like, oh, I can talk about. It. And I said, yeah, Dad, I really want to do yeah, you. I really want to. And I didn't get to do that. Yeah. I feel so bad because you know it's about having like we've got technology now, like we've got like what we're recording or yeah. we've got equipment like I could have really just tried to sit down with him and do it but things just got in the way I, know. I but you know he was very
1: difficult as well because I said to him okay well we should film you dad you should tell some of your stories on film we've got mm. Gordon and Natalia are capable of doing that and he's like nope I won't be filmed I will dictate and I said all <laughs> yeah, right well we'll cool. record your voice yeah. he's like nope I will dictate and you will <laughs> write it down It's like oh, oh God, that's gonna be okay. hard <laughs>
0: <laughs> his dad but yeah but he he was in london he was with his cousin johnny yeah he was with his brother michael and they i think uh well particularly um well his cousin and, and dad they, they would go out and yeah. party yeah like the party scene and um and then dad met Mum in his mid to late 30s yeah I won't tell that story because mum will get embarrassed. Mid thirties,
1: mid, <laughs> mid, I think. Uh, well, they met and they met. suddenly got married. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: had a girlfriend. He <laughs> said too much, Nate. You said, said too much. much. I said too much. You But um, uh, yeah, they got married uh within the
1: year. <laughs> yeah. And isn't is it when Dad would say to us like, if you're going to get married, all you need is six months to be engaged. Six <gasps> oh months and a wedding God. after six months. He's like, that okay, but maybe so... maybe we might want and get married in a year
0: <laughs> yeah maybe we want to take time was like, i could organize a wedding in six months and actually when it was my time for having a wedding my dad t- we called him dadzilla <laughs> <laughs> imagine you know about bradzilla i was i was the most chilled and my dad was like right i can organize your wedding in six months this is what you're gonna do and he made a spreadsheet oh, cat, no. and he's like right you're gonna get married in this day, um, uh, and then you're gonna to go to, the, and you're gonna do this, then you're gonna to fly to Miami, you're gonna <laughs> see Carly, you're gonna see my sister, they're gonna do a lovely thing for you in Miami, then you're gonna to go to Costa Rica, and you're gonna do this, and then you come back, and then there's, I said, Dad, this sounds like your wedding. <laughs> He sounds a, like it's a replica. You do. Why don't you renew your vows with it, your wife? he had one plan for,
1: <laughs> for a wedding, the one that he did back in the day. One that's plan. What he did. he yeah. had
0: two weddings. He got married in England and then oh they went gosh. to Miami yeah. and his dad oversaw yeah. their wedding. Yeah so uh oh, that's so a that nice was, plan though it is a nice plan he should have done that with mum in it <laughs> Renewal, <laughs> Renewal, renew all of the vows in it oh my gosh i'd come along for that so i had yeah. to like with dad he he would get such gusto with like going f- head full steam ahead you give him one little idea yeah and and he just wants to help yeah. so much he wants to help so he's like but he I wants to this. help with the organizing but, but he wants to help with the organizing and it's got done be done his way so he <laughs> yeah. doesn't listen to it's got to be done in the way that he sees yeah. it, but but there's so sweet about him that he just wants to help and he throw his whole self behind it. Yeah, but he doesn't really take into account. Do you know there's other ways, yeah. like there's other people's there's other opinions, people. but that goes back to him being, I think that 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 older making brother making decisions, making decisions, looking leading after, from the front. You know, yeah, definitely. I think. Um, yeah, he loved us so much. He loved his family. He yeah. had quite a strange, relationship, strained relationship with his own dad, and he used to often say, "I wish I got to talk to my father. Mm. I wish I got to understand him." Yeah, because I think his dad was um, quite a silent one. It's so much like we don't know yeah. about our dad. There's yeah. other people who our granddad. There's other people who know more about our granddad. Yeah, yeah. but one thing that granddad was known for was swimming. Granddad yeah. was like a champion swimmer, swimmer. in Jamaica, and then. Our dad loved to swim, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he loved to swim. That I I was saying to Natalia that I'm not really good at when people say, what's your earliest childhood memory? But I think... One of them, and I don't know if it really is my memory or it's just I know this photo very well. There's a photograph of dad like running out to the sea, and there's me on the beach like looking out, like daddy, come <laughs> back and be careful. And that is just the image I yeah. have of dad. He is so drawn to the sea. Drawn he will, sea. Ch- as soon as on the beach, whip, whip, whip off the boat, and
0: he would go so far out. I got nervous, you know? Yeah, I all the time as kids and yeah. even as adults, I'd, I'd get nervous, like yeah. daddy, don't go so far because you know Dad. we can't go in there after him Ain't we're he? not as good as him well, maybe he'd, you. He'd, he'd wear his glasses and then put his <laughs> <these> straps <laughs> on his glasses <laughs> his glasses would turn into goggles yeah. yeah it's so true
1: <laughs> it's so true and he would go out and he loved the sea and he would do day trips to the seaside even up yeah. to the last couple of years mm. with family with friends of, with family friends and he would go to the seaside, so drive us there and as soon as he got on the beach yeah like we'd say okay where should we sit he's already undressing yeah 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 he's and already undressing. he didn't un- care
0: how cold it was no like,
1: ooh, ooh. and he'd go in slowly but yeah. then he'd get in there yeah and it was such <laughs> A, you know it's so restorative the sea isn't mm. it? it i don't know it just did something for him especially as in his later years he had the arthritis in his shoulder mm. i think the sea really helped him yeah. you know like he can stretch it and move it around and exercise mm. so mm-hmm.
0: he absolutely adored the sea i think as as i just want to go back to like being kids i think as children dad his he was just this huge presence. Yes, he, was. he was quite scary, mm. and I want to just pick up on that because Dad completely mellowed in his later years. Yeah, but as children, I think c- going from like his own relationship with his father, his father was really authoritative. Yeah. And I think that's what he saw he had to be. And look at the generation as well. And it's that generation, come on. like
1: A lot of our friends probably got parents the same. Yeah. Who's going to be
0: authoritative. I I remember Carleen, that's my dad's older sister telling us, remember when we were in Costa Rica with Mm. her and she told us the story of dad getting beats Mm. by his granddad. By his dad, dad, sorry. By his dad, our granddad. And that it was just really sad, yeah, that he actually went through that and and it was like really horrific, yeah, like even brutal yeah. brutal like you didn't have to beat your child like that, but that's what they used to do, yeah, and so with with us, dad, dad was always that, like, I never hit you, I never hit you, but then sometimes he did, but yeah. then I don't think I think his thing was more like a fear thing, yeah, like a, like a he'd raise his voice, he was very loud, yeah. he'd shout, and like, what do you do? and he was very he was quite he had a bit of a sort of a short temper in the sense yeah. like I think he was his brain was working really fast yeah. but he couldn't communicate no. as quickly yeah, so yeah. he thought he'd already tell us to do something yeah. and we're like what do you want I just remember being like man what do you want me to do and I'll do it just do you know do
1: it would that shock you know it would just be that
0: quick sharp burst of
1: shouting yeah just shouting and then he might bang on the table and certainly for someone like me I was just jumping out of my skin yeah and And then then we go don't jump don't jump don't jump (laughs) it's like why are you shouting at me it's like Natalia do you remember when we were having to do chores when we were children yeah and he dad always wanted to teach us how to do the chores like how to mop the floor how to clean the window so I mean I think we were old enough to even work out how to mop a floor but he'd be like right you get the bug it in the water, you put the mop in, you dip it in the water, you take the mop up, you wring it out. Bring <laughs> it out, ring it out. And then you go like this and you mop the floor side to side to side to side. You do it again, you do it again. So he'll go through end up he's mopped the whole yeah, floor. The whole floor. <laughs> and you're just watching him thinking, Okay, you know, he yeah, always like, did that. I, yeah, yeah, he always taught us. How and to
0: then he ended up doing <laughs> 'cause it's like, All right, Dad. But everything was like, um, you know, I feel <laughs> uh, like certain things he'd, uh, he'd just be like why are you angry? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember like we would be wallpaper in the yeah. house and he just the way he'd show like what it's got to be like this like, can you just say oh, no, how hello. it's got to be have to be or this when we're anger. going to
1: the supermarket and stuff especially you Natalia used to like to touch things
0: you had to say don't touch <laughs> he used to love saying this telling the story oh, don't, Natalia's always touching things and I don't want these people to say that I rubbed them <laughs> <laughs> With <laughs> these people to I'm stealing. And he's like, Don't touch Is that it, don't touch, don't touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, but yeah, I remember one time he was he was showing me like he he decided he needed to show me how to brush my teeth, but I was oh like <laughs> 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 hey, I must have been about seven or something. You've been done brushing your teeth. I've been for done years. brushing my teeth, but he's like and you got to go on the inside like, it's like, <laughs> like- he, he stopped. Start- <laughs> He I mean, started flicking the inside. This toothpaste went right in my eye. Oh, no. That
1: is such a dead thing I was to like, do. Oh, just,
0: is
1: that- this is in my eye. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. He is so funny, but he was oh, always present with Natty, all was through our always childhood. Always Prison. always
0: there and he was so loving it go dame un beso yeah. dame un Besito," like give me a kiss give me a kiss oh, oh.
1: very very loving and i think you know, i was just saying to natalia before that he would uh volunteer to come on our school trips oh yes Kat. so he was like the only father coming on a school trip Yay. with the other mothers and teachers and everyone just like, they were just in awe of him. Yes. People were in awe of him. Yeah, he was this yeah. man who loved his <laughs> children and he was coming on the school trip. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. People were like, oh my I God. I can't
0: remember you were saying about when he, he got voted parent governor yeah. in our school, in our primary school. Yeah. Now listen, there was, I don't know how long it was, <laughs> but there was a period. <laughs> Catherine, because I was little, you know what I mean? <laughs> it felt like forever. But there was a period, could have been a week, could have yeah. been a month. Yeah. <laughs> there was a period of like canvassing people's votes yeah. right dad didn't do nothing <laughs> do you know what I was even thinking that you? he didn't do nothing okay? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go canvassing he didn't tell people but he won by a, a landslide he was so
1: popular but you he know what so Italian, I think I remember <laughs> the other candidate wrote
0: like an A4 page our dad wrote five lines. Yeah. Oh my god. He won by like ninety five percent or something. It was ridiculous. It, it was. was so ridiculous. Funny. And then he would sit on the stage. Sometimes oh. I remember we'd see him. And our daddy yeah. sitting on the stage. We oh, were so he was proud. so involved.
1: So involved. And we got to tell the story about Sports Day. I think oh, you're yes. going to tell that really well. You tell, oh, shall it. I tell it. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. Well, Sports Day in uh, St John and St James C or V Primary mm. School in Edmonton mm. <laughs> <laughs> was Pim a place. big affair. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) You know, all the teams had their thing, you know, we do all the different races, they can spoon race and all of that. But the biggest thing was at the end, the parents can race. Yeah. And this was the time when the parents got to do their thing Mm. and represent their children. And, Every year we wanted mum and dad to compete. Like yeah. mum in the mum's race and dad's as dad's race. But they wouldn't really. No. I mean, one year dad was like, okay, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, my dad's I, And by
1: it. that time, dad probably was starting to get a belly. Oh, yeah. He wasn't <laughs> he
0: did, like, fit. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't a fit one. He was getting he a belly. He had a belly. And uh, I don't know if they took off their shoes. No, I think they kept his shoes on. He probably kept his shoes he on. He had shoes. He didn't really wear yeah, trainers, he did he? he? Yeah, dad would wear shoes, not trainers. Smart dressed yeah, man. Smart dress always. Thank <sighs> you. And um, they lined up there yeah. and there was a girl in my class whose dad was super fit. He, he was, was our karate it, teacher. He was his, like a, a an athlete. He was, he was an athlete. He was like proper. He was a karate teacher. Like yeah. He was in shape. Yeah. Okay. So everyone knew. He used to do that every year yeah, and, it, everyone, and, ev- and every year he win. would win. So we like, okay, dad ain't going to beat this guy, but he might do all right. <laughs> the, the, the the gun goes or the, the you know whistle blows yeah. and they got stuck running and dad is so far behind. <laughs> <laughs> he's so slow. He's like it's running backwards, isn't it? It's <laughs> like he's running backwards. Everyone just sprints off. I wonder. I feel a like s- there was a bit where, where you ha- they had to take off their shoe and then keep running. I feel there was a bit like oh, that in that know. race. I don't know. Yeah. We're all screaming, "Come on, dad! Come on, dad!" He had a lot and of dad support. Dad was last. Dad was no, last. But, but then <laughs> this man who was just in front of dad tripped and yeah. fell. <laughs> just before the line and dad sprint past him <laughs> I wouldn't call it sprint he just went sort of, like doodle dad went past this guy so and he was came, second to last and dad came
1: second to last and he was so proud of himself that he didn't come last it was so funny but we were so it was just amazing that your dad would you know your dad's not an athlete He's not didn't mm-hmm. do any fitness but he would take part in sports day for his children definitely but yeah
0: when we were kids he loved to um, uh, organise yeah. like travel yeah He loved to organise a holiday. Yeah. So we went. There was those big holidays that we did, like to Miami to see um, uh, family, family and stuff like that. I remember when I went to Jamaica with mum. When you guys went to, uh, we went to Miami and to Washington and Washington. With dad. Yeah. And then me and mum met you back in Miami. Yeah. And I remember him just, like, organizing it all and yeah, getting, like, the Even up tickets. To, to, you know, the end of his life, he was always organizing yeah. like that. He loved it. And to organize for other people. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even like, not long... I think it was just before the pandemic, like dad was like, oh, um, you know, one of our friends from Costa Rica, she's coming to France, um, should yeah. she stay here? And he just wanted to be a part of I her know. organizing. I, he was like was saying like, to me, what, what hotel,
1: he goes to me, what hotel should the group said? There's six girls, what hotel? I said, so she can, she can sort there's that the out the herself. <laughs> she he goes, no, I want to tell her i I want to tell her what hotel I'm thinking, oh my God, this is London, you know yeah. big London, big London, and what's you know? the criteria you don't know their criteria, but you know what made me laugh so funny, um so Dad, all his friends from Costa Rica, he wanted to be so hospitable, you know, certainly towards the end of his life, invite them over, and then he would take them to London, take them to France, take them wherever they wanted mm. to go, so they he was in the process of trying to plan with something I can't remember who it is, but it might have been. It was definitely a female, maybe a young female family friend. And he said to me, so we're going to do this and we'll go to France and we'll drive here and drive there. And he said to me, Catherine, now this woman must have been like 45. Mm. He said, all right, you know, um, do you think it's okay if she stays in the hotel room with me and (laughs) mum? I said, said, dad, no, he goes, but it's cheaper.
0: I said, no, dad. (laughs) He just trying to... Why is he was to <laughs> cut corners? It was but so didn't funny. understand that people actually pay yeah. for stuff.
1: And she could pay her trip to come over here. She can pay, pay for, for and her. And I said, dad, room. it's not nice. Like, it's not, ni- it's not nice. It's not nice. A
0: woman to be <laughs> <laughs> with mum and
1: dad. Oh but that reminds me, we've got a whole string of stories about this. So mum and dad going on holiday, well up into my dad's 70s, 60s, 70s, he's still going to youth hostels to stay, remember? <laughs> <So> <laughs> him and mum cheap. went on a holiday. I think he's always worried about money, isn't it? He was always worried about money. Yeah, him he, and...
0: But he didn't really do the research because you could have found Yeah,
1: that. But bless them, they went to Devon or somewhere and they were staying in a youth hostel. Get to the room, it's bunk beds he's in his <laughs> 70s and my mum's not sit- sitting on the top bunk so that's already out so dad had to sleep on the top bunk oh but he's taking God. medication that means he goes to the toilet <laughs> quite a lot yeah, so Daddy. he had to and it's just like dad no <laughs> just, don't just, do it You're like no more youth hostel no for more you <laughs> youth hostels because he used to be
0: like I stayed at the YMCA in New York <laughs> in 1975 <1975." laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah that's different dad that is different I do remember
1: when we were driving to Spain so we're uh, driving through we would it. A lot
0: of trips yeah. uh, to Spain in our well, we did twice. T- twice actually, yeah. <laughs> it felt like a lot because we drove. But Dad would, Dad loved planning these trips. We stayed with family friends, yeah, and Dad would drive from London. To yeah, Spain, yeah,
1: yeah, and I think on one of our trips on our return journey, the car broke down, mm. and so we had the rescue team
0: come to pick us up and put us in a hotel. Bear in mind, mm. for context, for people listening, when we were on our way there, we never stayed in a hotel. Yeah, we would always true. sleep in the car. Yeah, and Dad would say, "Okay, put when we're packing the car, I'm packing the car," and he'd always be so angry. <laughs> St- it is stress, stress. It was stress. It was stress, which will come out as anger. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, what? Get your stuff Get your stuff And put it in you <laughs> would never go Okay So put your stuff In no. <laughs> he wouldn't say right I'm loading the car so get your stuff in, yeah. but realize, right I'm loading the, car. <laughs> put put, the put, your, car put your stuff so we'd have to put our clothes in pillowcases yeah and those pillowcases are what we'd use to to sleep look, on, to sleep on. Yeah. but it was our clothes yeah. in the pillowcase so we yeah. sort of doubled up um, so going there we'd literally sleep on the hard shoulder or sleep in well, not on the no, hard the shoulder um, not on the, once we stepped on the toll, remember we <laughs> crazy <laughs> we slept in these um,
1: um what do they no, call no, them
0: uh, uh, i can't the, think the, of the, the word the, the, the service yes yeah, service stash, stations Sort of service stations yeah, yeah we'd sleep but dad would only sleep for a bit and then carry on driving yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He's like I can drive through the night deck, you know? yeah I know Just but one f- of the trips we were like our car was breaking down and yeah. it was
1: going through the puertas which is the big um, mountainous uh, areas and dad
0: always said you know he was praying to God and God you know really helped yeah. us because he said the be- the brakes went oh he told us gosh. afterwards we didn't know we were all sleeping in the back and dad was like well the brakes and this and this is the thing the car it was the Skoda that dad <laughs> was so proud of driving oh, but everyone got, Got, we it. got cussed for having a Skoda. Um, beige and everything, so you could see it. beige Skoda. It's sort all of yellow beige. Oh, poor Gordon, he got it worse, because yeah. as girls, we were, you know, yeah. let off, but Gordy got cussed for <laughs> parents driving a Skoda in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> this is in the 90s, uh, yo. it so is even. No, no, it was 90s, Cat. Oh. I, well,
1: well, I went to what? secondary, 92.
0: Oh, right, right, okay, so yeah. 80s, 80s, 90s. 80s. So anyway, anyway, so this car it was bro- breaking down we're driving back from our holiday in spain back to england we're still in spain and going along these like pretty like mountainous that roads that was the way too you know the breaking the, the puertas. That was the way. Oh, too. that was the way too. Oh yeah. yes. Oh yes, that was the way too. Yeah. Because I remember these guys. We got. We got. We called the services, mm. and these guys didn't realize that Dad spoke Spanish, mm. and they were like, "Este las frenas." Mm-hmm. They, were, like, they were like saying that they're completely shot I don't know what they're. They didn't realize that Dad could understand everything that they were oh, saying, no. so they were saying the brakes have gone. Yeah. You know? And then, um, and then, uh, yeah. But then we got there. Yeah. They fixed it enough yeah. that we got, got to there. Spain. Yeah. But then when we got back, when we were driving back, it started to break down again. And in we were France. in France, yeah, yeah. So it
1: breaks down and uh, the the service truck picks us up. So dad's in the front, me, mum and Nat are in the back and there's not really seats in the back, is it? We're just sitting on the ledge. A ledge of this truck. Of this yeah. truck and or, we're sort or of van, like van, like van, like. van, more like a van and we're like sliding <laughs> and we're laughing and dad's getting stressed and it's so displaying in anger and he's like, don't laugh, you know. He's but then afterwards the he said, because he could smell alcohol on the man, so he was really stressed out yeah. about that. So they, spe- they sent us to the hotel, we stayed in the hotel, and in the morning, we wanted to have some breakfast. Yeah. And Dad was like, okay, time to go. And the woman was like trying to tell us in French that yeah. the breakfast was included. Yeah,
0: and Dad told us before we even got down to breakfast, don't touch anything, don't eat anything, <laughs> I don't have any money. <laughs> I don't have any money for these people. <laughs> and so, I'll never and we're just there, and dad just had a coffee, yeah. and we're just there. And she was like, Oh, have you can have some bread? What do you want? And he's like, <laughs> Nope. And then, no, no, he's like, Oh, no, no. So, and then, and then she's like, Nope. Like, to yeah, say, like, it doesn't free. cost anything. Yeah. She was just like, Nope. Yeah. But we didn't know any oh, no. French. Well, the
1: thing is, then, it was the pressure on me because I just started taking French <laughs> first year French, <laughs> not even GCSC. So like, French Catherine, French what's she seven. saying? Okay, what's she saying? <laughs> I was like, but thinking, I think I could have worked it out. But there was so much pressure. pressure. Dad was saying, no, no, no. Yeah, don't t- don't
0: then, touch anything. And they
1: were like, Catherine, what is she saying? It
0: was so Because he much. just didn't know, like, hotels give you inclusive breakfast yeah. most times. Yeah, 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 yeah And yeah. it was covered by the insurance this hotel would yeah. take. So we could have. It was so He was like, don't have any money. fun. <laughs> 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 oh, it, We find ourselves lazy with no money. But he loved to drive. I think we get onto the driver because that was dad's thing. That was dad's thing, was to drive. Yeah. And any excuse. So, Kat, when you did your year abroad, dad drove you. Oh, no. Let me tell you this story. When I did my year abroad. Let me please tell you this story.
1: So funny. So, I studied French at university. So, in my third year, you get to do a year abroad. So, I was going out to a place called Nevers. You have to, it's sort of in the center of France, if you can imagine the map of France. sort of slap in the centre. So most people were just going off, you know, young people, 20, 19 years old, just going off. Dad said, he's coming with me. And <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a bit embarrassing. <laughs> and he's going to take Gordon with him as well. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh my god, it's really embarrassing. So we went by the Eurostar, actually, to go there. Ah, the first time ah, we went by the Eurostar. Yeah. And what happened, mum packed her lunch, she packed some chicken drumsticks, yeah, you know what I mean? Mum covered it up chicken com- Covered it up in foil paper, chicken mm-hmm. drumsticks. Anyway, we are quite late preparing <laughs> to get to this Eurostar. So we are rushing. And we're, we're on the tube. And at that time, the Eurostar was at Waterloo. And Dad was <laughs> like to Gordon, okay, we're going to go this way. But Gordon was like, no, let's change it. Houston or something ridiculous. You know, there's different ways from Tottenham Hill to get to Waterloo. Yeah, And so Gordon chose a way. And Dad felt that that way made us late. But really, <laughs> we <laughs> were late. <laughs> We were late. We set off late, way, you know. By the time we get to Waterloo, we had to rush. And you know when they say, okay, we're, our ticket, our train is leaving food. come to the front, come on. Oh you had gosh. to rush like that. So then me and dad running, Gordon is behind us. Me and dad get through the, 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 the check in, whatever. And then we're running, jump on the train. Look, can't find Gordon. The train door closes. Oh, no. The train sets off, no, no. Gordon. Dad, like, oh my god, my god, oh boy, what is he doing, my god? And I was like, oh no. So he was like, my son, my son, my son. <laughs> so we had to find the train guard. He's like, my son, don't the train, my son. And then the train guard said, how old your son? He said, 21. <laughs> And man said, "Yes, fine. He'll just get on the other train. Oh, you know, he'll get on the next he'll train. Get on the next yeah." Side. So Gordon covered the next train. We were like, "What happened?" He said, "No. The he when he put his suitcase through the um, security, the, the chicken, <laughs> 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 the chicken was wrapped up in foil. The chicken was wrapped up in foil. Yeah. So they had to open up his case and stuff. That's why he missed the thing. It was so funny." Some chicken and so foil. So that, that's part one. So there I go to Dijon. All these other university students, no one is with their parent. No one is with their parent. <laughs> no one is with their dad. No one is with their dad and brother. Mm-hmm. All these independent people. <laughs> <laughs> so they dropped me off to this university thing. Had the induction, you know what it's going to be about. Yeah. Then they're going to set a bus to take us from the university to the town. So all these students, university <laughs> students on the bus. My dad, <laughs> and my brother, that's fine, he could be a university student. So we're standing on the bus, and I think dad is sort of sitting, um, you know the seat just before the the, back, the, the middle doors on yeah. the bus, yeah, like a normal bus. And uh, there's everyone, all the students got their suitcases and stuff. And I'm standing up, like holding on. and And then some of the suitcases started to fall over. Mm-mm. And dad goes to Steve, my good friend Steve, <laughs> pick up those suitcases and <laughs> put them there. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve was like, who is this man? And I just met Steve and he's like looking at me going, who, like, oh. this man with grey hair, like, who's <laughs> one, who is he? And why is he telling me to pick up all the suitcases? So he Steve, and, yeah, he can't help himself. <laughs> and Steve had to like, go and pick up all the suitcases. <laughs> And he goes to me, who is that man? I was like, yeah, it's my dad. Oh, <laughs> it was so, so funny. Funny. And then when I got settled in, I was staying in this um residence for young people and I had my own room and it was really lovely. And dad was like, oh, you need a lock on the door. I thought like, yeah be all right he's like you need a lock on the door and he bought me a lock for yeah, the door and he, he was always about he safety. had to attach
0: the lock on the door oh my gosh yeah dad was always about safety about like Even accompanying us yeah yeah but like he accompanied me to spain as well yeah. like uh, so that was my year abroad and and similarly to you like people came uh by themselves and, and mum and dad and it was mum dad and gordon
1: Mm-mm. that came <laughs> Mum, mum don't want to miss out this time. Oh no, or was it just dad and God? no? It must I have think been it mum. was the
0: three of you, yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was it me, mum, and, mum think, and Gordon? As yeah, well. Gordon came because I remember Gordon came because Gordon was trying to go. Like, we, we were in Madrid for our induction, mm. and Gordon wanted to go out, yeah, that night. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, meet us up, and da-da-da. but we didn't have like text messages, we didn't no. have mobile phones like that. And we and he had to come to the um place where I was staying and leave a message for me, and we yeah. there was we just couldn't you know yeah i think we had mobile phones but we didn't have roaming yeah, yeah it was really yeah. hard to yeah. connect so poor Gordy um missed out on this big night out yeah. and uh, oh. he he had his own little night out but it was by himself but i was with like all the other yeah, students and like yeah. was. Oh, no. <laughs> oh god but yeah dad dad came and uh, yeah he loved driving us. but i want to say one thing as well connecting back to um like his safety thing and just being a part, being so present. Like he took it upon himself. Yeah. So when we remember that story I told, like when we I used to go clubbing with my friends. Oh yeah, yeah. So in the Latin American mm. place, that Latin American club in Green Lanes, right? We were allowed to go. Well, I was allowed to go because I was like, it's Latin American, it's we're cultural, dancing in salsa, in salsa. You know. But Dad we used to make sure he picked us up. He was like, okay, half an hour before you're ready to go, you call me, mm. and then I'll be there and I will yeah, pick you up. <laughs> so like when we were getting that coach I call Dad. Yeah. And then he. would He'd, he'd get there because it was only on Green Lane yeah. and then and then I'll go to dad once there was this massive fight Mm-mm. like it started in the coats when we were getting our coats like someone I think one girl said oh you got my coat and I was like no oh, you don't gosh. have my coat but then the boys got involved Mm-mm. and then they literally run down into the streets they were going in bins smashing glasses oh, no. running across the streets and then dad's there like come 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 <laughs> you like wanted to watch. I wanted to watch I was like run and then my dad's like come 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 where's your friends where's your friends they wanted and to this, watch. They wanted, but Catherine, like, each time, their Dad was like, "Okay, where is it? He? Okay, uh, my friends. Okay, come on, come on, we're going." <laughs> I, I was like, "Yeah, my dad's gonna take you home." They're like, "No, no, Mr. Anderson, it's okay. Like, I could get a cab. No, I could no, get all the bus a actually goes to my." He's like, "No, no, no, I'll drop you home because do you know what the fun happens on the bus home? <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> the fun happens in the cab." Oh These God. girls wanted to chirp, wanted oh my to go. but my dad literally drove each home Home, yeah. one by one, yeah, and when we got to their house, uh, they get out, thank you, Mr. Anderson. You know, and you- <laughs> dad will sit there, but this is so key, this is what young people have to know, men and women, yeah. Sit there, dad will sit there and wait till they open the door, yeah, wait till they get the key in the door, open the door. Dad will wait until they get because I was like, Are we going? Like, yeah. what are we doing? And he's like, No, 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 you wait, yeah, true. wait till they get the keys in the door, open the door, wait till the you know, they're waving, bye, you can go. <laughs> <So there's laughs> you- no I'll chance going of home. sneaking. <laughs> You're going home. You're going home. <laughs> You're taking your 17-year-old <laughs> ass ar- <arse> home. home. <laughs> Do you know home. what I mean? No chance of sneaking out again. Dad will wait and then they lock the door. They close the door back. They locked it. They're inside. Wait another two seconds three to five seconds okay <laughs> let's okay. go let's oh my go. gosh but they were like no mr anderson it's okay. was like no 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 i'll take you home i'll take you home let me t- let oh, me tell you a story gosh. yeah so in
1: 2016 i went to jamaica with mum and dad and we were staying in the grill by the beach and uh we went out for dinner uh on the beach side and then we went next door to a bar which was upstairs upstairs another restaurant so we were up there and we met some friends who were staying in the same hotel. There was this American, lovely, good looking American, mixed race, <laughs> <Gandra smoking pastor. laughs> pasta. Ganja smoking pasta. A kind of pasta. Gandhi my kind of pasta. No. He was, he was really cool, guy. But I was like, he's a pastor. It's like, yeah, he's a pastor doing outreach and everything. So <laughs> So um the pastor, we were sitting with the him and the the other people he was with, Mum and Dad and me. <clears throat> Pastor said to me, would you like some rum punch? Mm -hmm. I said, oh yes please. And there's mum, I would like some too. So the pastor comes and brings two rum punch for me and mum. I don't know I think dad already had a drink. So we're drinking this rum punch. I'll tell you what this rum punch knocked me out. Mm -hmm. It was strong. Mm -hmm. But mummy can handle this <laughs> so she's just <laughs> sipping it this rump, this rum punch making me lightheaded so the past is now saying oh i'm gonna go and see some friends on the other side this bar was pretty empty there was just one part our party and then another group on the other side he said we're gonna go over there we're gonna smoke some ganja if you want to come he said to me dad's sitting opposite <laughs> me i was like oh yeah oh yeah and he goes yeah, you want to come and then he met someone and he come back you want to come i said yeah maybe dad like catherine <laughs> You're not going to smoke the ganja. I said, I was like, dad, because I'm a bit chipsy now. Like, don't worry, dad. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, worry, dad. And he goes, oh, my God. So he's getting all worked up. He's getting agitated. And then a few moments passed. And I thought, let me go and join the other people on the other side with ganja smoking pasta and all the ganja smoking people. So (laughs) I go over there. I'm talking. I don't even think I had another drink. But I was like, gone. And then all of a sudden... You know, there was this guy sitting by the bar. We start chatting, and you know when you chat to someone, yeah. and you sort of like standing next to them, and you touch their hand, yeah, and blah blah bit blah, share a and then at one point, you know, we were holding hands. Mm-mm. So then, mum comes over. Catherine, we're going now. I was <laughs> like, all right, mum. <laughs> See you later. See ya. You're not coming? No, mum. That's fine. See you later. This is mum. Look at mum. She goes. You're not gonna help your mother down the stairs? <laughs> I said, You're fine, Mum, just hold on to the banister, you're fine. You're not coming? You. No. <laughs> so then she goes, Dad comes over, Gudrin, we're going. <laughs> I was 35, 36. Oh, my
0: gosh. <laughs> was, my night was over. Nah, do you know what that reminds me of as well? Like, I'll never forget. I remember telling you this story because it was so visceral mm. at the time of it happening. It was literally a oh, record scratch moment, Catherine. <laughs> record scratch. So we were, it was me, dad his younger sister came to visit from Washington with her friend and her daughter, my cousin. And we were by... Um, we are doing sort of sightseeing stuff and we were by Tower Bridge, I think. Yeah. Or, or no, we weren't by Tower Bridge. I think we were sort of more near Embankment, I think. Uh, sort of... Um, I think you were near Tower Bridge. Were we near Tower mm. Bridge? Oh, no, no, maybe we were near yeah. Tower Bridge. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway, so I'm talking with my... Um, with my aunt and stuff, and dad's just milling around, we're taking photos, just like hanging around. And then I think there was this guy, who my aunt asked to take photo for us, and yeah. he had like a proper camera around his neck, so he looked like a professional photographer. But my aunt gave him like her disposable camera, <laughs> he camera. so he took the photo. And then my aunt started talking to him, so and then I started talking to him, and then my aunt sort of left, and then me and this guy were like chatting. But do you know, cat, when like
1: chemistry, this sort of
0: chemistry attraction, attraction. But I must have been about eighteen. Mm. And this guy was older guy. But there was just something so chemical about Mm. this attraction. Mm, Strong. Katherine, we Mm-mm. were just we were just chatting like this strange. I'm just feeling stuff. Yeah, you know this strange. I just want to know everything about him. And yeah, we're talking, talking, and then all of a sudden, Dad's like, "Right, we're going there." It was <laughs> Catherine. It was a record. <laughs> <laughs> like he just ripped the yeah. needle off oh the gosh. record. Oh my god! And then the guys like sort of, sort of looking to Dad, looking to me, and I was just like, "Oh, Daddy, Dad. go, away. Go, Dad, away, go away, Dad, go away." Go away! Yeah, Dad, the,
1: the same Jamaica <sighs> trip 2016, we... We're staying with a, a family member and she invited this man because she thought, This is a nice young man. Catherine's a nice <laughs> young girl. Let's go and eat. Is that what she yeah, did? she did. She invited this nice Jamaican man to come and eat with us. So he's driving us to this fish restaurant. We had fish and dad was like drinking the man's beer because um, dad <laughs> said he was driving so he can't have all that beer. So dad literally just drank his beer <laughs> on
0: oh, the table because the guy was driving. Yeah, the guy was and driving. And so he should be drinking beer. So dad drank his it, beer. Yeah, he ordered to beer stop. and dad drank. <laughs> his beer he's like
1: no you can't be drinking this man you're driving like <laughs> not even <laughs> he just did the bit anyway when the man dropped us back home um this our family member she had this veranda at the front so me and this guy we were sitting on the bench and then across the way was a little table so our family member said good night everybody good night Mum hey. says good night everybody good night dad just sit down at the
0: table <laughs> he
1: didn't leave <laughs> so me and this guy we were like whispering to each other like, oh yeah i think you're really nice really? He had, yeah oh we were God. and dad is just sitting there oh, sitting there God. you know and then it lasted for a little bit and then he went home and then i went to bed and dad went to bed and then dad was like katherine you know that reminded me of the 50s when i used to chaperone my sisters <laughs> I was like, it's not the 50s dad the 50s. Went, what were you doing up You can't go to bed. (laughs) leave, man. But I wanted to tell a story about, you know, when you said Gordon came to Spain with you and mum and dad. Gordon traveled to Costa Rica with my dad. And um, I think, I mean, my brother, when he's going out on a holiday, he's gonna go out every night, isn't he? He's gonna go to a bar, he's gonna meet friends and have a good time, have Mm. a party. And they were somewhere, they weren't somewhere like where all their family were. Probably they were in San Jose or something. And dad was with Auntie Carlene and Gordon and they were all sharing a hotel room, yeah. <laughs> 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 so cheap. Oh, and so Gordon was like, I'm going to go out. And dad's like, oh, no, Gordon, you don't know the place, you don't know the people, you don't have any <laughs> friends, no, you mustn't, it's, you know, it's not safe and whatever. He goes, I'll be all right, dad, I've got to go dad out. Dad was
0: always worried about safety. <coughs> yeah. Like, he always thought the worst. He was yeah. over-prepared, Yeah.
1: So Gordon goes out, he has a big night out. I think he comes back about five in the morning or something <laughs> like that, or four in the morning. And so he's trying to creep into the hotel room. Mm. You heard it do it. Dad yeah. put the table and chair in front of the
0: door. <laughs> <laughs> so Gordon's trying to creep up. So the, table, <laughs> the chair falls off the <laughs> table and <laughs> makes this a, huge it's racket. It's like a huge
1: noise. And he's mm-hmm. like, what are you doing, Dad? He goes, oh, I just want to know when you're coming home. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> she was like whoever's who's coming back because the door was open probably because the door was open or something so funny. it was so funny it was i'm so reminded funny. of a,
0: a story when i went so when i went to spain so dad took me to spain right and when we went um uh, like he drove to spain and yeah. went to drop so i we were in Madrid, and then he he took me to zaragossa was where so th- the induction was in madrid yeah and zaragossa was where i was staying and uh, we stayed in a hostel or no like a, a cheap hotel yeah for the first few nights before i had to find somewhere to live mm. basically but for the first week or so not uh, less than a week for a few days but anyway dad and mum were there i don't think gordon was there at this point um but dad and mum were there and um dad was like right you uh you're in a new place so i'm going to introduce you to this person so it turned out ahead of time (laughs) (laughs) ahead of time time, he had emailed this pastor (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he'd arranged a meeting. So he took me to this church, right? To this person. like, this is my daughter. And uh, so I just want you to see. and. Think. But, but being fair to dad, yeah. dad said, look, you know, wherever you go if you're ever in trouble, you find a church. Yeah. I think that's a good like foundation, mm. like to know, like if you're ever in trouble, you find a church and like, they'll be able to help you. Yeah. So this guy, so dad was like, look, here's a church, here's a pastor. And he was talking and the pastor was like, oh yes, we've got uh, this youth um <coughs> youth church and there's lots of young people, lots of young people mm. here. And I'm like, yeah. yeah <laughs> never yeah, see yeah. me again. These people never see <laughs> me again. They never see me <laughs> yet. yet. I, Oh, man, these people must have seen me on the street, boy, because I was... Catherine, I was... My drunk self was going Isn't up it? and down these oh, streets. They were ministering to you on Saturday morning, man. Catherine, the way I was... I mean, I think because mum and dad what i love about the way they raised us we felt really protected oh, definitely. you know some might I, f- I remember like at school sometimes people were like oh you're not allowed to go do this or you're not allowed to do it like it was a bit yeah. like oh I can't go there can't do that yeah. but then at the same time we had this feeling of protection we had this feeling of like real kind of you know dad would always be able to pick us up no matter what yeah. and wherever we are dad was always there and and that sort of thing but I think in my, when I went on that year abroad, like I was like, let in loose a, boy. Yeah, I was like, freedom. Like the kind of shenanigans. Uh-uh, Michika, to, uh-uh, if she's listening, uh-uh, Michika, Michika would know, man. Spill oh, the beans, Chika. Well, Michika, me and her used to get so pissed and up and down the streets of uh-uh. Zaragoza, you know. Those were the good old days. When they She'll talk about good old days. she
1: pantalones blancas. Mm-mm. She almost started
0: to fight with the girl because she was wearing white trousers. She
1: was starting to fight with the girl because the girl was wearing white trousers. <laughs>
0: What is this? Oh, gosh. What is this? Oh, gosh. But no, that was when we were pretty drunk. So yeah. uh, Michika would never actually start a fight. Oh, my gosh. But the point is, <laughs> I was up and down these streets and I thought, if dad did see. But this is the thing. And this is one when to go back to that big sort of reckoning I had with dad. I was probably about 26 or 27. Maybe even 28. I don't know. But it was after one of your big... Um, mm uh episodes uh but really it was i just had to be like dad what are you on about man because like he was really out in these streets like in his 20s yeah and in his 30s dad was playing the field dad was going to parties dad was doing all sorts but then when he i mean he would say like when he had his son when Gordy was born he found god and then we were raised like yeah. in church mm. But then I I just couldn't understand that kind of real sort of like, oh, it's got to be like this. And yeah. it, do you know what I mean? Like, and I, I had that sort of rebel re- rebellious moments, I think, um, but I didn't understand why and how he could be, and and uh, you know I asked him like, Dad, why would you tell us these yeah. stuff? <clears throat> why would you say these things when you yourself didn't yeah. do it, and especially because it was like a this or that, yeah, and it Who wasn't he like, a, he was just like, you know, we just do our best, Like yeah, we do our best with what we were trying to do and i and I get that protecting us we were but... yeah, he was trying to protect us and and then that was the choice that they made to follow like um the uh kind of the uh what do you call it the um church doctrine yeah the church doctrine the kind of um yeah because they became part of the church um and that was just yeah, you know definitely and, and the sort of the moral code mm. so yeah i see that but i think because you know it's not like it wasn't like okay i could see you might want to do certain things I like i totally get it yeah. blah, 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 but it was so sort of strict mm. <clears throat> and I didn't understand, especially coming from him. Yeah, because you lived and a life. Because he lived a pr- he lived a life. Do mm. you know what I mean? And he came from a strict thing. Like his own dad was yeah. a strict but religious I think, person. But I think you, I think you parent
1: how you've been parented. Mm. Well, certainly in those days, maybe there weren't lots of people um, sharing on, on ways to parent, like modern ways to parent. So I think, yeah. you just you just repeat what your parents do
0: and perhaps there was a... cuz there was more of a like a community thing. Yeah. You didn't want to see your kids out here in the streets sort no, of no, no, cuz no, it was no, quite strange not, not shameful. Not, not a shameful. a But you know daughter. we were literally dad was so respected like we grew up in in a council estate in yeah. Tottenham and everyone knew dad. Yeah. And everyone knew and like us him and liked him. And not not we never ever got like taken advantage of no. or like got into anything, yeah. all the, even the, the the people who you clearly were like, maybe yeah. the drug guys yeah. or whatever, yeah. like they totally respected yeah, dad. Yeah, they knew him and all right, and John, knew, yeah, all right, John. John. And dad, all right, all right. Like, yeah. yeah, it's and, true. And he walked with his head high confident and we all could walk with our yeah. head high confident. Like He's that instilled through. that
1: in us actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wanted to say you mentioned I had a, an episode. I had a, a mental health breakdown. My first I'm sorry one. to
0: say it like that yeah. because I didn't know if you wanted to. Yeah, no, no, it's fine.
1: But it. I'll just I'll just pick it up because um, you know Dad was very key here. So my first one, I went to Ireland on a hen party, had a manic episode, ended up in hospital. Dad and Natalia drove there to collect me, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. and everyone was like, "Why? Why did your dad drive? Why didn't you just fly back?" And I said. What? <laughs> like, My dad fly to Ireland, yeah. when you could drive. <laughs> yeah, it was literally. <laughs> like, the, you got on the ferry. Like, no, like that. I mean, it might make, make sense in your family, but that in our family, he's got to drive and pick mm-hmm, me up. Mm-hmm. And then I had another mental health—well, not not a breakdown, but almost—in um, France, and you all came out, didn't you? Yeah, Dad, Cap, Dad, Mum. We got to tell Natalia, that story and yeah, the thing. Yeah, Dad, Mum, Nat, Gordon flew. So, but to Cap, get what you
0: don't know, like when when you weren't there when we were Mm. all in the hotel Mm. right i gave it to dad and here's the thing like one thing about my relationship with dad is that i remember he like i said before like he was very shouty he was very Mm. um he was very uh abrupt kind of thing his first default when he was stressed would just shout and whatever so so when that thing happened Mm. to you in particular Mm. that episode in France in particular when we were there I let it rip Mm. on dad Mm. I bit his head off so hard but one thing I will say is that dad could take it. Yeah. Like sometimes people don't want to know their faults and sometimes people aren't willing to yeah. hear. Yeah. But one thing about my dad is that he, I said, listen, Hey, you think you, you've created a monster here because she, I she would, is the next level up. Man. I would next level up, honestly. Mm-mm. Like, but I gave it to dad like, like cause I blamed him yeah. for what was yeah. happening with you. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually blamed him for it. And, mm and he took it he just listened and he he was just like right okay and and that was probably the first time and it wasn't the last time like I really exploded at dad and I I regret because you told me that
1: you've been having some open heart-to-heart conversations with dad and we never did even though Mm. I went through like manic episodes hallucinations and whatever and I come back and Me, mum and dad, we couldn't talk about it. Mm. We could not talk, we did not talk about it. And I remember, I think it was Mercedes. She said, she said, oh, after I had one of my episodes, she said, I've met your dad and he couldn't speak. He couldn't speak. He was so sad, so upset. Mm. But I didn't know what he was thinking, feeling, living, mm. going through. Mm. He didn't really know what I was going through. And we never spoke about mm. it. All the years that I was having ups and downs, we never spoke about yeah. it. And I feel that's really sad, yeah. you know. Yeah, I feel it's really sad. And I remember at the time you said, "Oh, you know, go and ask dad. Any question you want to ask him. Yeah, because he was an to open you but... it. But I feel like there's there was always something stopping me and mm. that is a sadness because n- when you lose somebody now mm. you lose all their stories because we weren't the types to be what he wasn't writing diaries or mm. you know recording himself or yeah. anything like that so you've lost that you've lost your history
0: yeah. yeah 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 absolutely I feel sad for that yeah I mean I think it's down to as well like each parent has a different relationship with each child yeah. And I think, you know, me being the last child, I think I was able to have a kind of... You know, I would probably, I suppose, get away with more than than the average. Um, I was more sort of trying to catch up with you and Gordon, Mm. so I was uh, sort of pushing myself to advance earlier. Yeah. But certainly, I think, like, I kind of was... I kind of saw through this parental thing. Mm. Like, it was like... You're just the same as me. Yeah. It like, literally was like, you are probably someone I'd be mates with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you are someone who I would have met in the same sort of circles. And I think dad really felt that about me as mm. well. And after that first sort of like heart to heart that we had, like I was asking all sorts mm. like, you know, when did you lose your virginity, dad? Mm. And when did it, and who was it? And what was it? And then what did you do about this? And then yeah. what did it, and what this girlfriend? And da da da, da and like all sorts. And, um, and, he and he was, was open. just open, cat. Nothing was off guard. Nothing, no like, uh, uh, oh, you can't That's talk right. about that. He was open, but and we left. I left that conversation looking at him like such on a level, yeah. like eye to eye. He wasn't this hierarchy of this huge figure anymore. He came smaller. But he was still big to me. He yeah. was still my dad, but we were on the same, Relational, same level. You know, that relationship. Absolutely. Deepens, that friendship, like you said. Friendship, before. friendship. He was my friend, and that's what I miss dad about, my yeah. friend. But I will say, like, um, I just want to tell a story, mm. like, about being sort of open and, and whatnot. Like, dad, when we were in sort of teenage years, so when I was doing my um, A levels, dad was at home a lot, wasn't mm. he? <laughs> <laughs> He was <laughs> he, he was working, working, but he was like inverted commas working. Like, yeah. He'd have to he'd have meetings and like oh, I <laughs> need. To- you know we'd like leave at the time the meeting started His, the meeting done started and he's like I need to go okay no I'm gonna call them I'm gonna just push it back two hours or whatever and I'm like dad like, I'm, I'm there revising or whatever I've got time and I'm like dad you should be going but he would literally I remember thinking at the time like how lucky am I like dad yeah. would be talking yeah. so I'd have had my breakfast at like eight o'clock in the morning and from eight till like eleven mm. dad would have had a whole monologue yeah he'd be talking 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 yeah. Talking, talking. Some of the things that would reoccur yeah. was like, "Don't get pregnant now," because all it takes is a ping, ping, <laughs> <Yeah>. ping. <laughs> all it takes is for a boy to go ping, 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 yeah. and you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was our yeah. sex education. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he would talk all the time. So anyway, in, in in this era, like I'm used to, dad like talking and whatever. But this era, I was really like not doing well at college, mm. like. The change from GCSE, because my GCSEs, are just, it was pretty much, for me, like a walk in the park, really. Mm. I've got straight Bs all across the board, Bs and one C in maths. And so I was open to do anything. Yeah. And dad was like, "Oh, you have got to do uh, chemistry and biology and and Spanish." No, no, I like I, I chose Spanish, but then dad chose like chemistry, and biology, because yeah. that leaves a door open for you. You could, do the door. I, like, oh, I want to do like you know yeah. theater studies, photography. Oh no, 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 you can you could do that as a hobby. You could yeah. do that as a hobby. So he was very instrumental, very um, forceful in his point of view of mm. what I should study. Yeah. And it took me a very long time to forgive him for that. And, yeah. and in a lot of our heart to hearts and in a lot of our like shouting things where I would shout at him, yeah. I blamed him. Yeah, because yeah. in my mind, I was always supposed to be in like uh acting or or always supposed to be like performing in some way and i felt like he he took me off that path yeah 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 um so so but but cat if i uh, just go on just uh, basically he um i was having these problems and um the teacher this is this is a story that we would always tell in our family it became such a legend and a joke thing. it's it was literally called bound to (laughs) face Sorry, it's called Bound to Fail, right, this story. Because at the time, they wanted to chuck me off the courses. They didn't Mm. want me to do chemistry or biology. And these times, I was hardly turning up for lessons, didn't do any work, wasn't putting in any effort. But I thought I could just, you know do what I want really yeah. and the um, head like the teachers must have spoken to the head of year in the college so mm. she's like a head like probably big woman and she wrote this letter like we we believe that Natalie shouldn't be in this program if she continues like this she's bound to fail and so the <laughs> <laughs> it's simple she don't come she, she don't learn she, she don't do big, nothing she's bound to, to fail, fail. Yeah. so listen Catherine a flyaway comment was typing it's probably the same shit she writes in other people's things dad picked up this letter and he kept reading over and over again bound to fail bound to fail these people are telling me my child is bound to fail she is not bound to fear she's a head but, not a tail so basically dad had this thing like he he wrote a big letter mm. back to her he demanded a meeting he went down in his suit yeah to, and, took his oh, he took his to Roy, didn't he? Roy is in his suit, and they went down there, and Dad puffed his chest out, and he like, listen here, Miss, and he would always—I don't know if he did this on purpose. I don't think he did. I just don't think he could he remember names. Friends, he couldn't remember names, but he was getting her name wrong. <laughs> so I'm not going to say her name, but say her name was like uh, Miss Miss Harrison. Yeah, he would say, "Listen, Miss." Parkinson, <laughs> you better understand this. My daughter is not <laughs> bound to fail. Not She's... today. <laughs> not today. And he basically argued the case to to make them not throw me out yeah. of the cause. So I had a choice. There was a there was a bit of time. I think it could have been the holidays where I had the choice. Whether I go back and repeat, mm. which dad really didn't want he me to do because it. he he really wanted us to go to university. Yes. It was so important and he felt like any sort of setback yeah. would, would take us off that track to go yeah. to university. So I had this time to sort of think like, okay, do I want to? Everyone was saying, look, start again, but do do your... Um, yeah. <laughs> do subjects. your photography, do your theatre yeah. studies, and keep Spanish because Spanish was this was after going year like, two or year one? This or? was after year one. Oh yeah, so so again. I could start again. But then Dad, listen, Kat. Dad, I thought he was gonna cry, but he gave. He shouted. Look, like, I remember. I was we were in the living room, mm. and he was like, "What is this?" you are not going to go. You're telling me? you got this education mm. and you're not going? Catherine, I oh, felt no. so small. He was shaking. He was like, if you want to work, you'll go to test and work. Yeah. You'll go to test and work. you bring money to this family. Yeah. But you are not going to waste your education. And I felt, oh, no.
1: oh my God. That's what he Catherine. never had.
0: And he had this Big rant, like he was shouting, shouting, and then he started to soften and he started to calm down. And he, he could, I could have been there for three hours. Yeah, and literally, I said nothing. Yeah. for three hours, and he was going on, going on, and I just felt like. But then he had this way of like inspiring. Yeah, yeah. We've got doctors in the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have doctors. Yeah. Your mother is a nurse. We got this. We got that. And you tell me you don't want to do chemistry. <laughs> I don't want to do chemistry. Don't, I don't want to do chemistry, <laughs> but, but then Kai hears so he goes, so it's up to you. It's up to you. But will yeah, giving yeah, me a fucking no, free you hour. You can't be going to do singing and dancing in it. So then I'm thinking, oh my God, there's doctors in the family. Yeah. I can do it. It was literally like that speech, you know, before yeah. you go into battle, like the person riles you oh up. My so so in the end, I repeat, I started again, mm. but doing chemistry and biology. Yeah. I started again. So in my set, uh, yeah. So I, I repeated that yeah. So my classmates went ahead yeah. with their second year, but I had to go back with the younger ones on yeah. chemistry biology. But I stayed with Spanish. Yeah. And so, then what so happened? What? So when I yeah. went, so when I finished the second year of Spanish, mm. that was when I was supposed to go back again to finish the second year yeah. of, of of chemistry biology. No. But dad was the one who said you can go to Costa Rica. I don't know. I don't even know. I think dad, I think think dad. I was going
1: to Costa Rica because I wanted to go and I think he said, you come as well. I thought it was the other
0: way around. But I think he might have been having conversations with Auntie Mm. Carleen. Because the way that I received it is like, Natalia, you need to buck up your ideas. And he was sort of, in a way I felt kind of I was being sent. Mm. But at the same time, it was this great opportunity. But it was certainly, because I think like there's this, I think in terms of, like, um, immigrant parents, mm. I think one key, one thing that they have is to be able to send the children somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's always an mm. option yeah, yeah. in the back of their pockets. I don't think Dad would have used it too much because of his own yeah. childhood yeah, moving of around. moving around. Yeah. But he always knew that was an option. So I felt like he was like, right, you're going to spend time in Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah. And I was there for a long time. Yeah. And that really opened my eyes, Mm. that trip, that trip like really shaped me to who I am today. Um, but it really was like, dad, you know, said that. So whilst I was there in mm. Costa Rica, I'll never forget. I was in an internet cafe. And I'll never forget because there was this bunny rabbit at my feet. Mm-hmm. I felt something on my feet. Like, what the Money And it was a bunny rabbit. It was in Sakiris. Oh, it was in Sakiris. Sakiris is this, like, tiny town yeah. next to um, Cairo. Yeah, yeah Cairo yeah. is the tiny town. Village. So I went to from London to live in this tiny village. Me yeah. and Kat. Turned up there, our cousin Melissa. Yeah. <sighs> Aww. Aww. <sighs> oh God. Anyway, so um, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Melissa passed away, man. This uh, last year, just any. I think pass- it was no, p- December. December, she Mm. passed away. Yeah. That's our favourite cousin. That's another story, guys. Yeah. But honestly, like, we went there and we just had an amazing time in this... (laughs) rural <laughs> village we were in rural yeah. for us man and the nearest place with internet was in securis which was yeah. another like 45 like you had to walk up this long oh, the road, road with
1: the longest road I think this road was like so running a marathon that to road. get to the
0: carretera right to get to where the um buses the, go. the buses were on this big motorway road yeah. but you, there's no like bus stop you just no. got time flag down these huge yeah. buses sort of coach style buses yeah. and and then they'll take you to the next town and that town was called security and um in that town there was a internet cafe and i remember being there once and literally i i i turned i think it was like the guardian newspaper or, or the bbc something i went on the website and it was just like only the top five universities have uh, pe- have filled the spaces all the other universities are doing clearing mm. so i was like wait a minute because that was when they were changing the thing from a level sorry from A. to yeah, to AS, so like the point system, mm. to the point system. UCAS points. So UCAS points. So I was like, well, with my Spanish, I've got four points. <laughs> four no points. stopping you. And so I was like, and then, but plus the two ASs that I got from plus my E in chemistry <laughs> and my U 6 points <laughs> that makes 6, six points, points it? Or 5 points in, 5 like, and up to five but I don't know but I was just like let me see if I could do clearing so when I come home I was like to dad I think I could go to university and he was yeah, so happy he was like yes, speaking his language yes, now if you can go you go to university <laughs> and so I sat down oh my and looked but then had to look I was so late I didn't fill out the UCAS forms at the same time as yeah, everyone yeah, else because yeah. my expectation was I was going to have to repeat the, yeah, 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 so I had to go through clearing yeah. without having done any UCAS application, and then dad was like, Oh, you got to stay in London because oh, if you go, it's going to be too thing." And that was my like, damn another, it, dad. Another thing he did. Another thing he did. Got Same to stay in London thing
1: for me. My, my, oh. my A levels in my university. It's like so in control in of control. that. Uh, did you ever remember? I don't know if you—you you probably would remember this. Did Dad ever sort of go do those role plays of what to do if you're working at an office and a male colleague stands beside you? <laughs> and, oh, it's so funny. He did this to me so many times. Said so, Catherine, "If you're working in the office, sitting on your chair, and the male colleague comes behind you, and then he—so he, I'll be sitting on the chair, and Dad would lean over me." Yeah. And he's going to reach for the phone, but lean over me. You mm. tell him, What do you think did? Get over me. Get <laughs> over <off> of me. <laughs> I push it like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my And our boys know what, that might even be a nice thing if I'm, you know, like, too. but yeah, he would just like, say, <laughs> stand up and push him away. I was like, who do you think you are? Yeah, he, I mean, he who really instilled in
0: us that, like, <laughs> strong women. Like, he was a like, proper girl dad. Like, he wanted us to always. Be in control. Be proud, and to be, yeah. you know, you yeah. can't let no man, no man, who's going to tell you to do this. No, yeah. no, no, no. You know, even as girls, like, yeah. and I think, I think that was amazing. It's so him. funny. But I remember once, um, one summer holidays, I was in school at this time, and Dad just decided you have to learn how to type. <laughs> <laughs> he got the book, didn't he? He got this 1960s <laughs> typewriter book. <laughs> okay. Now this is the 80s. Yeah. No, no, sorry, this <laughs> no, was the <a> 90s <laughs> no, cat. No, were I was you? at school you were at
1: school okay yeah. so this was like
0: 98 or whatever this was the 90s 99 and um, and he uh, so we obviously we had a computer yeah <laughs> but I got this typewriter book that Dad held on to. so yeah. this goes into Dad saving books and buying mm. him books. He loved books, but he got this uh, old school typewriter book, and I had to learn my A. AS- he goes, look, A S D F yeah. semicolon L K J. Right, that's how. You, those are your home keys. Okay, yeah. those are your home keys. You <laughs> could just read the book. So like, let me read it. But then he, but literally through the summer holidays, he would come back home from work and he'd go, right, let me see, like what page are you on? Yeah. And I'd show him the exercises yeah, yeah, I did. But then I thought to myself, do you know what? That was actually a really good lesson. Like if I did. I <laughs> if it wasn't for him I would never actually learn how to touch type yeah 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 and like you know and, and I got my typing speed up I'd do all this stuff and, <laughs> yeah. and actually uh, it set me up in good stead oh my gosh but it it's was so quite because um, Gordy didn't learn how to touch type like it wasn't like the boys I learn did to learn
1: to th- though but I don't remember him saying to me I don't remember him sort of um watching over me and saying well, oh he wasn't
0: watching over because he wasn't there but oh, I'd no. have to I'd have to show him how far I got in yeah no I don't remember him showing
1: oh, I had to show him but I think he gave me the same book and I had to learn but to type. I'm so sure he, Gordon didn't have to learn
0: how to no, type. No, no, no. Oh so funny. <laughs> so, so antiquated, like a oh, gender. Oh, roles, oh yes, like, what you mean, yeah, I The girls have to learn how to type. Oh, my gosh. From <laughs> <And> a 1970s <laughs> book.
1: <laughs> oh my God. So funny. But we haven't talked about dad's love of music. Oh, wow. Da 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 dum. <laughs> <laughs> Dad and he and he did not like classical FM because they were clapping in the wrong time and cutting it in the wrong time and cutting in the wrong
0: time and playing just all the 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 popular ones. ones. Yeah, he He liked Radio Three yeah he
1: loved classical music he loved schubert and wagner and the ring oh he loved it so much but what was so funny we just knew there were certain times that dad was going to be holed up in the room wasn't he yeah he's going to be in the room listening to his but really listening like it did something to him it moved through his body yeah you can hear him like shouting at the end and getting really excited (laughs) so we'd
0: creep around wouldn't we because we don't want him the thing is like, he'd be in the bedroom, right? Yeah. Um, maybe the door might be a bit ajar or whatever, but he's listening on the radio. And if you had to walk past to okay. go into the kitchen, you sort of skook- <laughs> scuttle past because if he saw you, go, Natalia Natalia, come, come, come in, come in, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. He just wanted to share it with yeah, you. He did. Listen, and I'm going, no, Dad, I've, I've actually got to go, you know, because my Ouisha yeah. might be on or something. I've got to go. And he's like, no, 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 just, okay, just, 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 here, this, just, just the overture. Yeah. <laughs> How long's the overture? Like one no, just hour. the overture. Just the overture. Okay. And then like, go, all right, I'll sit with you. Oh, yeah. And then he just he'll be standing up like conducted. Uh. And in his mind, he was conducting this entire yeah. orchestra. And he'll go, I know how to conduct. Like that's and that was his one dream. Yeah. Like, one of his dreams, like of what he wished he could have done in yeah. his lifetime, he's he like, was I could have amazing. been a conductor, I could have been a conductor, because over there, and you've got the string section there, and you've got the horns there, and the wind, and he'd like, yeah. I'm doing, and he and he'd close his eyes and he'd have yeah. his arms waving, yeah, he was just breathing, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, he wouldn't even stop, like yeah. doing, he'd keep going bum, 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 and
1: breathing oh at God, the same he time. He loved it so much. It's like oh. my friend was in hospital once in, in I was in secondary school and she was in uh I think it's St Guy Thomas's and St Guy's and Thomas's, so that's near London Bridge. And I was like, Oh, can I go visit my friend in hospital? Can you take me? And he was like, Yeah So you know what? We could go because there's a string quartet <laughs> <laughs> Please, Schubert. So do you want to go and see the string quartet? I was like, no, nah, I just want to go to the hospital to visit my friend. He said, well, if we're going to go to Central London. Yeah. We've got to see the string quartet. So we went to visit my friend and then we had to rush away. Just a little, okay, how are you? Yes, get well soon. And then we're so happy. We're going to go watch a string quartet. Yeah. <laughs> we went there. Oh I fell yeah. asleep. I was, I mean, I was 13. I didn't, I'll probably be able to appreciate it now. But at the time,
0: I was like, what is this? No, I used to always fall. So he (laughs) would go to those Sunday, Sunday Uh, um, things. Remember those Sunday concerts and the string quartets, the different things. And he would sometimes go. I remember going with him sometimes and just falling asleep, like nodding, head nodding. Oh my God. Like I I just, um, but I remember him asking me like, if you were to play in the show, what instrument would you want to play? And I said, oh, I would have the guitar. And that made him so happy. Yeah. So I was like 10 at that time. And he got his friend who was one of his best mates. Yeah. Um, he called him maestro mm. <laughs> and he became my guitar teacher. Yeah. And so every Saturday I had guitar lessons yeah. and I had to practice one hour a day. And I hated practicing, but dad, Loved he was literally living through yeah. me at this point. It was so vicarious. Like oh, he, it was he was too much. It was too much pressure. It was was just this pride and this thing, Natalie's learning guitar. Da, da, da. And I was learning um classical. remember classi- uh, it was classical guitar, no less. And dad being dad, he bought me this guitar, a second hand guitar, <laughs> which was an adult guitar. <laughs> <laughs> My little fingers had to stretch oh. like to do this to get the, the notes. But um, but the teacher was like, you know, what? it's better that she's on a bigger guitar because you know. know she can grow grow into into it and you know so i'm learning classical guitar and um playing a romance that's that's such a tune you know dad loved it so it's that song that goes you know it and dad loved me playing that yeah and when i finally like quit um the, the guitar because I just I, it was boring to me I wanted to just play and sing mm. but I wasn't really didn't know anything but it was just that way you had yeah, to do had it to like it had to be classical because you have had to, to be... learn the
1: classical and then you
0: could go and on then you do... could, but there was never that then yeah, you know yeah. uh, so dad was quite you know straight in like oh you have to do it like this anyway so I finally gave up um and dad was like you quit the guitar he it, he was so oh, hurt, devastated devastated and any time he could mention that I play the guitar to someone, he go Natalia used to play Romas de Demo. <laughs> Natalia used to play, <laughs> and I swear to God, Cathy, he only stopped talking about it when I got married. <laughs> Kathy- that was the last time he talked about how you I used You made them proud with your marriage. Oh my marriage god! Every time, any time he would meet someone, wouldn't to tell it, but she quit. Yeah. She, oh, gave yeah. up. she gave you up. You know, and I'm just like, gosh, Dad. was like, yeah, but she gave up, didn't she? She gave up, in it? He's like, Do you play the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just like the
1: oh, but Dad, is such music. an encouraging person. He, he is, is such an
0: encou- Like, because if you told him you played an instrument, he's like, oh, tell me about it. Like, yeah. well, and uh, sorry. It, just to jump in with a mm. story. Actually one of the nicest things, one of my friends, when when she heard that dad had passed away, she um she reminded me, she sent me this lovely text message. So this is my friend who's a lawyer mm. and in her law firm, she was in like one of the top like Magic mm. Circle law firms, right? So and, and in her law firm they used to um do these the uh, classical um music evenings. Yeah uh, they'd just put it on so so some of the lawyers who could play and mm. they'd invite people. Who who had uh, who who played instruments or ma- mainly the piano I think yeah. it was, but I think there were two occasions that we went and she she invited me and my dad. <laughs> well, she invited me and she's like, yeah, dad could come as well because she knew dad by this point, and um, she she just reminded me in the text message she sent it was so beautiful. I saved it. She was just like, I just remember your dad being so moved by the music. He loved the music, but also at the end, he'd be holding court. (laughs) Catherine, like, this is in a this big up central (laughs) London law firm, right? and dad would, like, be, by, like, with his glass of wine and just all these people surrounding dad, <laughs> yeah. classic dad, and he'd be talking about music and, oh, but I like this. And, and yeah. his big belly standing <laughs> he's holding his glass of wine and talking to, talk to me about, like, some, you know, the musicians there. And and he was so supportive of my friend because yeah. she'd, she'd have her recital and she'd recite her thing. And he was like, no, you are so good. You must continue that. You must dad. continue. Everyone must continue. And everyone must continue. he you will know? buy so books she, for people, wouldn't he? Yeah. Anytime a person would say that they had an interest in something, he'd find a book just for them and he'd give it to them. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. He was the one that encouraged me to write. I didn't, I didn't think I was a writer at Mm. all because I wasn't writing. Mm. And uh, but what happened? I was teaching at the time, and I'd come and tell Dad the stories of the children at school and how silly and funny they were. And I'd you know tell him all these funny stories, and he said, "Very good, Catherine." you should write that down you're a writer mm-hmm. and I, thought, what are you I thought are you mad yeah. <laughs> when have you seen me writing I'm not gonna write that down you gotta listen yeah and it went on for a long time maybe like a good six to eight months he would yeah. say Catherine you are a writer write it down mm. write down your stories you are a writer yeah, he said that to me so many he times he said you are a writer and um So one day, like uh, like I thought, I was trying to write a short story and I didn't really like it. And suddenly, me write a poem. It was in my half term holiday. In my half term holiday, I wrote about seven poems. Wow! And I I like it. And then I started to get into the habit of writing Mm. like I think I was always taking notes and studying and and writing things down I love notebooks I always had notebooks but I didn't put the two and two together Mm. and he was so supportive of my writing when I eventually started my blog he would tell everybody but he wouldn't Mm. look at himself (laughs) (laughs) I had this poem I wrote for my mum's birthday and it was about my mum's life and it talked about her and dad being married for almost 40 years Mm. and he told someone at work to look at my blog so she listened or read that poem and she said oh you've been married to your wife for 40 years he said Catherine what are you writing on this blog (laughs) (laughs) you would have seen it I said dad you uh," and he would say to me I told people about
0: your blog they're not looking at your blog I said dad do you look at my blog (laughs) (laughs) but I remember I took him to this event this uh, about poetry but a Latin American poet Mm. was it the one that he liked Um, Marquez is it Marquez oh Lorca no Lorca maybe it was Lorca but is a Spanish or Latin American? I'm gonna to have to check that out, guys. I'm so sorry. And that's that was my degree that I studied. <laughs> but I took him to um, this event, and um, I was sat there with dad. Dad loved like going to these yeah. events, like this intellectual yeah. stuff, and listening to a speaker, and then you know, and then this this uh, the, the the drinks and stuff afterwards. Yeah. And he'd always be like, "Oh, and my friend is a poet. how would I get this uh, poetry book? Uh, remember, he had a book that he wanted to get published. One of his friends was a poet." Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he really wanted to publish this book. Oh. But Dad, honestly, like I don't want to paint the picture like he was a strict and whatever, because people will know him will know that Dad was such a laugh. Yeah. And oh Dad my gosh. was so kind with his time and with his like energy to uplift yeah. and to make people feel the centre of attention and to feel so good. But he would also be the centre of attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's one story like like of, that i remembered of dad being a laugh i was telling you the other day cat it was when dad was showing around his um oh. friend from uh, from costa rica oh yeah and i i was in east london i had arranged to meet dad at Dulston mm. and and, and mum and dad actually as well and they were with their friends and then we we're gonna have a quick coffee so i yeah. can meet the friends uh, his costa rican friends and um i was waiting for them at Dulston uh, junction which is the one on the main high road I don't remember. I don't know. Have I told this story in the podcast already? No, I don't know. No, I don't no, no, know. Okay, right. okay. So I'm waiting, to, I'm waiting for Dad. I'm just at the station on the high road, and then this guy comes up to me, mm. right, and he's like, "Oh." Hello, hello. How are you? Doing? Like, hurts <laughs> me, right? I'm like, I'm alright. Like, just distracted, like trying to look out for mum and dad. And he's like, Oh, yeah. So, you know, um, can I have your numbers? And I said, Look, I'm married, so I'm not trying to, mm. you know. He's like, Oh, that's okay. You don't have to. I, I, I'm alright. You, you could be married, but I like you. You're very pretty. You're very. I want to marry you. you know? <laughs> he's he was like, Yeah, you're married, but I want to marry you. You're beautiful. You're very. pretty. I was like, and then at that moment, I saw dad. I was like, Oh, tell it to my dad. Look my dad's here dad 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 come in. Uh, this man's saying he wants to marry me and dad's like oh yes oh yes and he, he just jumped into it catherine he went full because literally dad just arrived and he like, oh yes so you want to marry my daughter do you and the man was, embarrassed, shook. Embarrassed. He was shook he was like oh sir sorry sir um yeah, so, so, so you want to marry my daughter but she's she's already married you know, she's already married it's like, yes, oh, so, so. man was so respectful when he saw my yeah. dad. I was like, okay, go on your way now. Okay, bye. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, so uh,
1: funny. It was so funny. Natalia, <laughs> we have not talked about Dad Star <laughs> moment. <laughs> <laughs> dad Star turns. So, oh, that is that. Oh, I wrote it oh, down. Natalia's got it on her page. Yeah, so, can um, you tell that one? So. My dad uh, had some uh, family friends staying over who were young uh, people. They were probably 20 years old and they were staying with us in Bedfordshire. Was they the the sons of his friends? Yeah, the sons of his friends and coming to a trip to London and uh, my dad would teach them how to travel to London. So how (laughs) to buy a travel card, how to get on the train, where to get up, Mm. how to go, where the bus, all this sort of thing. So he did this for three or four days and we were saying, Dad, (laughs) they know now. Leave them he goes, oh, no, but they might not know. And But I think he really enjoyed travelling up and down with people. He loved travelling up and down with people. So one day, my one evening, my brother was filming in Leicester
0: Square and there was a premiere going on. So our brother works for the BBC, so yeah. he's a cameraman. So he had to be there. He's working, he's yeah. filming. So Gordon,
1: Dad was just going to go and say hello, you know, when Gordon. he could, or wave yeah. at him or point him out or something. So I think, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was Fantastic Mr. Fox or something. So they're there and they see outside the cinema you know they see the the barriers and people are queuing up and so okay what's these people looking for what are they waiting for mm. you know so dad and the young boys join the join the the crowd and they're waiting and then uh, people start shouting george george <laughs> so my dad's there he's going george george george, george, george. george. <laughs> And like the, the staff are looking at my dad, grey-haired man, thinking this is In a his fan. his suit,
0: he's wearing his Yeah, suit. this
1: is a fan of George. We have to get Mr. George Clooney <laughs> to come and meet his fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so Mr. George Clooney come over
0: Clooney. to
1: shake my dad's hand and go well done George very good George and like you George or whatever my oh, dad was
0: like well done well good and then he's like hey how you doing hey <laughs> hey I <how> was <laughs> <are you?
1: laughs> like, like well done George and my then he dad, comes home um,
0: and he's like who is George Clooney <laughs> honestly dad but that was dad i think he sort of knew but not like no no but the fact is dad loved telling that story because he goes i raised my voice over everyone i go george 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 <laughs> and he come over george clooney like even george publicist took him over oh, right, because it was a,
1: oh it was so
0: funny and dad shook george's hand <laughs>
1: and he wasn't even there to like be... oh yeah and he, he, oh. well he might have known He didn't know him that well though because he was like who is he you know." Oh. And said, "This is wasted on you. There are people who kill for that. (laughs) People who die just to shake George George Clooney's hands, hands. giving speeches. Though Dad was, he he was very good at giving speeches, he would I can project. I can project.'" (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> everyone loved dad's speech yeah. at my wedding but you know what it was gordon who said to dad okay at the morning of your wedding do you know what you're saying it's the father of the bride's speech from Italian. he's like uh and i think it was gordon that had to gordon and maybe peter yeah. who had to just say look john you know you've got it's important it, it's you know not you've not got a structure wing it it. <laughs> yeah it's not a winging I moment i think winged
0: it a bit though yeah, yeah, but yeah people were um crying but he
1: asked your friend i think it was uh, one of Nico. your friends to uh, translate because he wanted to say something. Think yeah. in French as well, yeah, which is yeah, really yeah. lovely. I saw him
0: practicing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but yeah, he loved to stand up and give a speech. Yeah, Dad loved to like talk. I, I remember, like my, you know, when John and I lived in. Um, uh, in, in Finsbury Park and we'd have these parties in our garden like all oh, our yeah. friends would always have to go and talk with dad at some moment like dad, yeah. would, dad would have them talking I remember like it was a bit drizzly rainy one day and, and dad was standing under the um, tree yeah. and each time he was there there was just someone he was talking to yeah. and he wouldn't let them leave and they would just, they'd, I'd be like oh, are you okay are you okay and they were like yes yes your dad's so interesting oh, no. your dad's but he so- would
1: when he greets you so say if he's meeting you he will shake your hand say like he would to extend his right hand to shake your hand, and with his left hand, he would just hold on to your elbow. elbow. <laughs> You can't so come. you're with him for a moment or two yeah. you know you're yeah. with him but now we haven't talked about dad as a cook a sh- I mean at your wedding yes but he would cook Christmas dinners yes banging soup oh my god banging potato salads for the parties yeah
0: Yeah. The salmon I think fish all the, all the stuff when it was like a big yeah. thing dad would dad would cook yeah when it was a big event yeah and he'd hate people in the kitchen, kitchen. <laughs> he'd get so no don't get in out <laughs> and then something remember when Mercedes were girlfriend like yeah. Mercedes, be careful and then she'd, she'd but she
1: was She she she's a little John, let dad. Me help you, John. Yeah. Let me help but you. But other people like we had I'm not gonna name who it is, but we had a family member who's like, Oh John, can I help you? He's like Out come on, let me help you out and then she goes, Okay, chop these, um chop chop these uh, fruit and then they were like oh okay no, and then, see then, and then we, yeah. you see just get out of my
0: kitchen but yeah, he, yeah.
1: but the funny thing about dad I don't think he thought he was working in professional kitchens when yeah. he was kitchen
0: you're just in your home kitchen it's not a professional kitchen you're not Gordon Ramsay <laughs> <laughs> don't just shout at people
1: because the thing is he, and he thought mum was front of house <laughs> he literally and thought and mum was front <laughs> of house <laughs> but mum mum was just having a good time having yeah. a drink and having a nibble and stuff like that and he would get so upset with her because she wouldn't come in at the right time to mm.
0: bring out the food but he'd love to stand up and have a speech and I remember like one of my favourite things of dad's was Christmas time, he'd tell the story of my birth, remember oh, Kate? Yeah. That was my favourite part of Christmas dinner because I was born on Christmas day and dad would stand up and go right, oh, is it time to tell the story and you know, and each year it was this tradition that dad yeah. would tell the story of how I was born yeah. and he had to get his cousin to take him in the car yeah. and this, this, that and then come home and Uncle Lufo had fallen asleep when yeah. you and Catherine and Gordon had, had like All the ransacked the, the house. But one story that I really do want to tell about dad, like going back to him being super um, kind of influential, like as a man. Mm. Um, and, and uh, yeah, just taking on that role of being this sort of um, man to give advice mm. and stuff, he would always give people advice. Mm. He'd always like actually professionally. Like he eventually became like was doing bookkeeping mm. and, and accountancy, and he would give business advice to people. People really would come to yeah. see him and speak to him. Um, really, a lot in the Latin American community, yeah. he was like quite Setting a figure. Up their businesses, yeah, you know, because like he would f- get a lot of word of mouth. Um, business but mm. for people to yeah he'd help people set up businesses he'd help do their accounts mm. he'd do all sorts like that but um i want to talk specifically this story that i love um was on my 18th birthday i was doing this sort of dinner dance thing so dad's friend had was 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 organizing this yeah. dinner dance thing remember that yeah yeah i do thing and um and we were in the foyer and I was waiting for my friends, my different friends were arriving at different times. Uh, so I was waiting for them in the foyer before we go, go in and take our seat around the table. And one of my guy friends uh, came in and I was chatting with my guy friend. Da, da, da. And then dad took him aside, and said, come on, come, son, let me let me talk to you, let me talk to mm. you. And I was like, oh no. You know when you're a teenager, yeah. you're like, oh no, what's dad gonna say? Oh my God. And dad took him aside and said, you know, son, look, you should, o- where's your tie? Where's your tie? Mm. And he's like, I don't have one. He said, like, look, son, look, even if you're not going to wear a tie, always bring a tie with you. Yeah. You have it in your inside pocket there. That's where you put your tie. Yeah. But you can take it off, but you wear your tie. And if you want to take it off, you take it off, you put it in your inside pocket or whatever. But if you have to put on a tie, you always have your tie with you. And the guy's <laughs> like, okay. And I was just like, oh, god! <laughs> oh, my God, cringing. And then when my friend came back, I was like, oh, are you okay? I'm so sorry about my dad. He's always like taking yeah. it upon himself and my friend was like no I actually really liked it because I don't have a, I don't, didn't he didn't have a dad like yeah. or a male figure in his life to tell him that he didn't know yeah. so he was like actually it's okay I didn't mind I was like okay for a few but this friend of mine mm. literally went on to build his own business yeah. and he is a tie maker when I found out that he started to make ties and because he was all, he got into fashion yeah a really an amazing stylist and fashion guy like you should check him out he's called Sean Gordon the tie maker like if you guys ever want to buy a tie like a bespoke tie um he's the guy to go that's to beautiful. and he and I said to him oh my god like do you remember when my dad told you to wear a tie? <laughs> you know, to a tie he was like yeah that was a pivotal moment so oh I, always remember that. I said oh my god look at that and yeah. I told dad I said dad remember my friend that time you told him to wear a tie like he literally makes ties now <laughs> oh my now. god that's beautiful yeah so I just was like oh my god so when when I felt like oh god dad don't oh do no. that but he felt He felt it was his obligation to give that guidance.
1: He's a father figure, not to us, but to so many people. You know, when he
0: passed, Mm. so many of my friends were like, your dad was like that father figure. And your dad showed me what a father is like. The way he loved you guys and the way he looked after you. But even the way he extended that love out to others like out to our friends and that sort of thing like dad was was dad was oh he he and he loved people
1: yeah he just loved
0: people and honestly like he got he had such a varied life Mm. Um, and I think before he died, he just, I think, like, that was, like, the peak. Like, he was he was able to travel. Yeah. He made friends. He made friends with my friends. Yeah. You know, he loved my friends. Mm. And I remember when one of my friends, before we came to France, my friends who were, who came to France before us, yeah. um they were having leave- a leaving party and they invited dad. <laughs> I was like, oh God, what did you do? Because dad, dad turned up early. And he used the invite. Before everyone else. And dad phoned me. It's like, it was in Fisbee Park. He's like, where is everybody? I said, like, dad, we're still getting ready. Like, we're going to go. We're just going to the pub. Oh I was like, God. okay, let me come out and meet my dad. And we went to the pub. It was probably like 6 p.m. Yeah. It went in the beer garden. It was in the in fallback. So yeah. So that beer nice garden that place. goes up the side of the building It's gorgeous. Yeah. So me and dad got a spot and then people started to turn up. And dad, it was literally from 6 p.m. To like midnight, half midnight. I was like, Dad, don't you want to go home? Like, <laughs> leave. Oh my God. Dad wouldn't
1: leave. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was
0: just so like, funny. Dad, you gotta go. But he was having so much you fun know, with the young he people. He loved it. He just loved talking
1: to people. I, loved
0: I remember.
1: It. I wanted to tell how he was just so funny he was hilarious and when we were growing up he would make up names of people (laughs) that him and mum knew just so that we don't know who they're talking about it would be like you said sparky that we thought maybe (laughs) might be the electrician with our (laughs) adult head we're like oh yeah he he must be be the the electrician but i was like who's sparky and (laughs) this person and that person but when i was living with my mum and dad when i was in my early 30s um and i started dating Oh, and I'll come back and I'll tell mum and dad about who I went on a date with. And my dad will say, hmm, now what are we going to call him? <laughs> And me and mum would just sit there and we know it's not our place to pick the name. Like my dad had to pick the name. I told him about this guy who uh, who really liked me. I went to this poetry place in, in Luton and this guy was really talking to me. But you know when you just met someone and they're really standing close to you, mm. kind of touch your arm and just a bit too close. And then on another time, um, I saw him in, in town or it might have been after this poetry event and someone he was getting a lift with someone to the home to his house which was near our house and he said oh you can get a lift too so I got a lift with these guys got out of a car and I'm trying to walk away from him and I'm like he's on the curb and I kind of stepped off the curb and he's kind of leaning over and he kind of fell on top of me because he was trying to hug me me and I'm (laughs) trying to walk away and it was really awkward awkward. and I told Dan he goes what are we gonna call him I'm going to call him Touch. It's <laughs> so, so funny. And then I went out with some people and the dad was wanting to know if they had their, uh, you know, British passport or whatever. So he'd call them Visa. And <laughs> I said, no, they got a passport, dad. He goes, I'm going to call him Visa. You oh, know? So he, it was just so funny. And that's how we would refer to people. Oh, Touch. Oh, Visa. Oh, crocodile shoes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was oh, so God. funny. But even when he was in hospital, Nat, he was trying to crack jokes. There was a doctor, Um, so we come into the hospital, and my mum was so worried, as she would be uh, for Dad, and I will arrive, and he will say, "Oh, here's my daughter," to the doctors and nurses. She's. She's a comedian. Kevin, tell the doctor a joke. And you were just kind of like, oh God, I'm so worried about my dad. He's sick in hospital and we don't know what's Mm -hmm. wrong with him. Come on, Catherine, tell him a joke. And then there was a doctor who was called uh, Dr. Hedge. And he said, what joke? And when the Dr. Hedge left, dad said, what joke can we make about Dr. Hedge? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, so I'm trying to, you know, I wanted to tell a joke for dad. And I was like, oh, Hedge, Hedge, Hedge. And he goes, hey doctor do you want to sit sit on the edge of my bed dr hedge (laughs) the edge of my
0: bed hedge you know and he was just oh oh. and they loved him in the hospital the doctors and nurses yeah because he was so open he really loved meeting people from different countries Mm. as well you know and he'd like he'd be able to talk about what he knew of that country yeah. like the authors of that yeah. country yeah. and stuff so if he met like someone from Poland yeah. and stuff and actually with my Eurovision he really was like oh to the Polish oh yeah. my daughter's famous in Poland yeah. and stuff he'd say that and um but yeah he I, I think he was so proud of us and I know he was I I remember just knowing he was proud of me. Like I didn't have to doubt that, No, you know, and sometimes he'd like, if he wanted to introduce me to a friend or whatever, I know I literally could turn on the charm and like, I could just feel my dad being proud, you know, I'd go in really confidently. I'd shake their hand. I'd make a joke. I'd make them feel so special. And dad's like, you know, that's my daughter. He'd love to take me. He'd love me to accompany him to places you know, and just so I could meet someone like, I want you to meet this person. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, Dad, I'll be that like, I don't know what he wanted, but just to be a part of um, presenting myself. With yeah,
1: him. you couldn't people couldn't tell where he was from, though. You know, he wouldn't. He he looked
0: quite global. Yeah, But remember, because he would go a lot. He'd stay a lot in the Turkish community. He'd go and get his hair done by the Turkish man. He'd go and eat Turkish food. And actually, he could pass as a Turkish man. Turkish Indian man. Yes, yes. Indian as well. I I Remember once I saw this Indian man and I thought it was my (laughs)
1: it's so funny honestly but Natalia I have to think about because I'm thinking about identity and, and you know not telling people too much where we're from what we're doing and stuff But mm. remember when we were children uh, this is a joke a family joke as well we were children and we were in Tottenham and we met someone so there's three children me Gordon and Natalia mum and dad and the guy we met them talking talking so where are you guys from <laughs> and we were like we don't know what to say because you can't tell them the truth, you know. So I like, can't, oh, we're from a, what we're from around <laughs> here, Tottenham. Yeah, what part of Tottenham? Uh, Didn't we all say a different? A different <laughs> <part>? <laughs> that
0: was like very and like we like all real close. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bruce High Grove, <laughs> Hiwood, <Road>. Bruce Grove. <laughs> it's,
1: like, it's like you guys don't even know where What's you're the from or what you hide in. But truth? yeah, you can't tell people the truth like that. <laughs> it was so funny
0: but dad had, he loved to serve people so I'm just remembering like part of his loving to drive we were talking about how he loved to he was driving the um, oh, the, the, the church, church bus, bus with yeah. the old ladies and take oh. them to church and pick them up yeah,
1: yeah it was just the so good I remember when he led bible group <laughs> bible study <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I feel like my dad, he really, at one point, so much wanted to be a preacher and follow in the footsteps of his own father. I
0: think he felt that that was what he should do, Yeah, Kat. maybe it but was nobody more... nobody told him that. No.
1: But maybe when you're in the church, like, there's at some point you think, well... Maybe I could teach Or maybe I could lead Or whatever Yeah So he had this um, Bible study In uh, In Hackney And we were Captain uh, got, Captain he got, Pond. Yeah He got the He got the sign Made up in it Like this big massive sign Remember the sign It was white The white sign oh. And it had the, Like a big sign really? Yeah oh. It had the big sign oh. That we had to put up On the outside And we had to go in the chair chairs out. out And we had to have faith And we had to put out More chairs Than there was people <laughs> yeah, Coming Yeah <laughs> There was no his family, no there's us this five and maybe three other people, and he was there doing his Bible study. Oh, so oh. cute,
0: and he just read. Through. <laughs> you <laughs> you didn't read through. He
1: didn't know <laughs> he didn't know how to break down on the story. He didn't know he would just. Read. <laughs> I could have read this myself. Really. <laughs> yeah, what what kind of illustrations yeah. are you drawing from this Bible story? <laughs> Remember when
0: you said he had
1: eight? My dad said the man had. Dad said he had. Hatred in his heart. Hatred. so I, I wrote on the piece of paper. You wrote to me the, the number eight. Hatred. <laughs> Hatred. And the funniest was Gordon, wasn't it? We remember oh, that tell us God Gordon's story. story. But it was so funny because didn't, Gordon didn't want to tell his friends where he was. It was like a Bible study.
0: <laughs> his friend must have got. Gordon answered the phone and got up. But before he could leave, his friend obviously said... Where? <laughs> Where are you? (laughs) And he goes, I'm in in the room.
1: (laughs) The Bible Bible study. (laughs) You're praising the Lord.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. Oh, gosh. But yeah, (laughs) but dad... I was going to say, but even with our family, he loved being around our family, didn't he? Like friends and family, all those family parties. He loved it. Sitting in the garden of our cousin. Do you remember,
1: I was thinking about when Jane, I think Jane was, our cousin Jane was in university. So, you know, she'd probably be 20 and would be 10. And she had a birthday party. I don't know what dad was thinking, but (laughs) She
0: she might have just gone, oh yeah, come
1: by if you want. I but don't like, even think flippantly. she said come by because she was having a student party. And <laughs> dad, dad must have <laughs> not been like, realized. it's Jane's birthday, let's go and see her. Because it yeah. he probably would have been a drive, you know, let's go and see her. So us 10 year olds go into uh, Jane's party,
0: not yeah. ringing on the
1: bell. She's in a full swing, older. Full, swing, uh, but yeah, full swing,
0: full swing, full swing student I, I party. Like, oh, this looks amazing, I want to stay. <laughs> it's I'm like, like you've, got to totally go. well. you've got to go, you've got to go. But yeah, so but that's not because Jane was the one Jane could always really talk to Dad. And I yeah. remember Jane standing up for me going, John, she needs to do artistic things. Come yeah. on, she needs to do let her do that. And he's yeah. like, no no, 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 no. Wouldn't hear it. Wouldn't hear it. Mm. But
1: he loved he loved her cousin so much. I remember Natalia. I have t- I was just on my, I'm just going down. I wrote a few notes. We went camping one time oh, and yeah. me, Dad, my friend Mercedes <laughs> and Dawn, never been camping before. We didn't know how this camping malarkey worked. So we get to this campsite and Dad had just bought the equipment. So he bought like these, uh, you know, these uh, pop-up uh, tents? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think. We, oh, no, no, it wasn't a pop-up it tent. It was a pole tent. No, no, got yeah, put... it was a pole tent. Yeah, we bought this pole tent. I think we had two tents. And uh, was we, got, we, tent. got, we got to the... Uh, we got to the place and we're like, okay, how does anyone know how
0: to put this thing up?
1: Mm. And we're like, no, oh my gosh! And you know me, I don't know the anything about this like, When the sort. Instru- I, I mean, don't I read instructions. I remember the time
0: because I was like, how are you going to do? Because by this point, I was going to festivals and <laughs> yeah. stuff, so I knew like how to. I knew what to bring. I knew Yeah, you well, knew listen, we speak. were not equipped, man. That
1: we didn't. Me and Mercedes <laughs> didn't even have socks you didn't have so <laughs> we had no lights no nothing we were like oh the worst God. thing so so we're like think, because we're gonna put up this tent but it was on this slope this is how silly we were oh, nice. and then this man comes on again. hey I think it was like this Christian camp sort of thing so he's like hey what are you guys doing well you know maybe that's not the best place <laughs> you know and he said dad was like oh where are you camped he said there so dad said oh we'll go next to you oh, no. <laughs> so we went next to this man he pretty much guided us on how to put up the tent like yeah. he showed how to do it and let me tell you that man dad was like oh hey like whatever his name was Ben hey Ben every morning it was Ben this Ben this Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Little, the man did one little kindness for one, us innit. and he had my dad for the rest of the time <laughs> but what I would say even though we weren't equipped didn't know how to cook a tent or whatever put up tents dad always knew he had to bring his stove with him Yeah, we never go hungry Yeah, never go hungry mm-hmm. he knew the stove we had the sausages yeah. <laughs> we had the yeah. dip on the food on the food side food you were freezing cold but the food <laughs> was was that food was oh. banging food oh, was banging. Was oh we gent- have to talk about dad fighting for injustice mm-hmm. fighting for the underdog if there's a problem in somebody's life dad will be with yeah. you and he will fight and he he'll be write on our a letter. side dad was he the king of i'm going to write a, a letter. letter i don't know, just call he them w- up no he write a strong worded letter.
0: letter and he'll he'll make sure he's filed it yeah everything and he can quote the last yeah. piece of thing yeah. l- the, the the last correspondence and he, yeah. he was like proper and one time my mum was
1: working in a gp surgery and she'd worked there for many years and the doctors switched hands so she had some new doctors and they were very horrible to my mum. They were very I don't know if they didn't like the old uh, team and they wanted to bring in their new team but they were very, very horrible to her. Treat her very badly, mm-hmm. complaining. You know, if she was like two minutes late or something. It was this big, massive thing. <sharp inhale> you know, and, and, you know, it's fine to be two minutes late because you are going to probably be 10,000 minutes overtime. Time. you know what I mean? You're working for your and lunch all break. The, and all the patients loved mum. mum. Everyone loved mum. The patients, the staff, they were really horrible. And I think they wanted to take her into some disciplinary. Really? And my dad was like, no, what are you going to do? And blah, blah, blah. So dad said, you know, you have to have representation at this meeting mm. and so I think mum brought it up and they said yes well you know if you want to bring your husband along to the meeting I suppose your husband Is can it come it along it to the meeting so they come there and boy did they regret saying she <laughs> could bring a husband I don't know what they thought they probably thought mum had this little weedy weedy husband <laughs> that can't do anything dad went in there mm-hmm. he shouted he said hey who do you think you are oh, sorry God. who do you think you are and bang on the table and said you inherited this and team." made them feel so small. so small
0: dad could make and people feel so and stuff. small and they were
1: like, and we were laughing thinking oh yeah they were like yeah bring your husband along <laughs> like they were gonna try and uh, run, run the thing and even my friend she had problems with her workplace yeah and when I told my dad he was like okay let me get your friend's number and he was talking co- coaching her went to mm-hmm. her house supporting her telling her what she could do how to stand up for herself how yeah. to write the letters yeah, and he was so very good supportive, like
0: that. Very good. and he wouldn't—he wouldn't shy away from an argument. No, you I know? think he actually loved it. I think he loved it, but yeah. I think I've got that from you him as well. You I are love like dad argument. in that respect. Yeah, I do love a bit of a. I do
1: love a bit of a thing. You are like dad in that respect, yeah, Tony. Totally. Yeah. But you are like, I think dad, I mean, dad was ferocious. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you are ferocious. <laughs>
0: yeah. But that's why when I went and gave it to dad, I was like, you created a monster. Oh, gosh, yeah. You and but, dad, yeah. fire. Because I think, because, yeah, and that's it. I, actually, and I'm reminded when a friend of mine, she she needed some help, like writing an email. She was going through a horrible time, like with her ex and and custody stuff and whatever and she you know she she'd you know, asked other friends and that sort of thing and she felt that she, she was asking too much of friends and whatnot and I said, and she was like, oh, I d- I'm, I've asked you again to help me with this email. I said, babe, let me tell you something. Mm. I'm that friend you take into battle. In okay. It. There's some friends that you go to for the comforting words and whatever, but I'm that friend that's going to sit down and write you an email. Yeah. Okay. Because, why? Because my dad knew how to write a letter in man it. My dad never minced his words. Mm-mm, he chose his in words. It he chose Ca- He selected his words so there was no way you could misunderstand the sentiment and Mm. stuff. And that's what I'm coming from. So I said to my mate, listen, this is where, this is the time when you can call upon me. Okay. And I will do it with pleasure. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) You're coming down. You're coming down. Yes. But yeah, he was, yeah, (laughs) he was a very powerful, strong, capable, yeah, but I am not even just thinking about his well, his skills, like his mm. writings, just all over. Yeah, just general, just like, and we always. But say, he was soft
0: and yeah, kind, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. honestly, he had that sense of it. That's why we say he's a one. That's why we, because you can say that he was all those things, mm. And at the same time, he was, he was the most tender. soft, he was tender, soft, cuddly, loving. loving. You know what? When and I, he would, remember that time once we were watching that film, wasn't it Nell? Oh, and I looked cr- over and I was like, Dad, are you crying? He's like, yeah, oh. <laughs> I was crying in the film, Nell. You know, do
1: you know when I was about 18, <laughs> like my dad would like to walk down the street with me holding my hand. Yeah, and me. And it yeah, got to yeah. about when I was about 18, 19, 20, and I didn't really want to hold his hand mm. anymore. <laughs> and I was so uncomfortable comfortable because I didn't know how to say it. So he's like, come on, Kevin. And he would yeah, just like hold my hand and yeah. I, would, like, I mean when I got older I'd love yeah, holding hold his, hand, his hand. But again. at those yeah, ages. Yeah,
0: because yeah. you think well, I'm not a little you girl anymore down and
1: like there I might be men people... round and I'm holding my dad's hand. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah. And so I'd like put you my hand in my pocket and stuff. And he'd be like, <laughs> I oh, love you're holding my dad's hand. You're not holding hand. my hand. I've
0: got to put my hand
1: I've got to keep my hands <laughs> in my pocket right
0: now.
1: Oh yeah I I would,
0: yeah, walk and hold my daddy's hand. Yeah, he's very it.
1: loving and affectionate. Yeah, like that. yeah. You always knew that he loved you. Oh, totally. You know? Never never had to question that. Yeah,
0: yeah. We're very lucky, And now, And, you. yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, th- the times when he would just spend just talking. Yeah. I remember thinking, man, like, I am so lucky mm. to have him here just listening to him yeah. just continue continue whatever's on his mind just just saying you know but but they were all lessons he was always imparting something yeah yeah you know Yeah. yeah and i remember being you know he'd have one lesson about him the fact that he was going to pass away you know, remember that? Kate? Did he, he used to say we that were young, when we were though. really young? He'd go, right? So this is me. I'm up here, like, and you, you know, you're or you're, you're up here, and my my line. He'd literally draw like a timeline. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so we third, well, now I'm forty-five. now you are um, <laughs> Seven. you are six. <laughs> And so your line is here, and you're gonna go up, and then there's this, and you're gonna go down. Now, look, my line is here, and now my line is gonna go down. And if if we get what the God, what the Lord has told us, two, three score years and ten, <laughs> you know, then we're very blessed. But I, one day, I'm gonna die, and I'll be like, no, is okay, that okay. It? he's like, yes, one day, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I was bawling.
1: Yeah, <laughs> look, why are you telling me this? Isn't
0: it? But he was so frank about that.
1: Like, but he you, know very, what? you know, when it came to his end, it was a surprise. I think. Yeah. We didn't think he was gonna die. No, we didn't. He didn't think he was gonna die as well. And um, yeah, you know, it was it's so one thing to say one day I'm gonna die, but when it actually mm. is closer to it and you're ill and you're not getting better, yeah, it's such a shock.
0: It's yeah, such and when a shock. I went back, like I was able to travel back in. Like so, he we had this big lovely. Um, Christmas time, all our whole family, everyone came mm. to France. 2019. 2019, and I just had baby. So it was so nice, like everyone around and everyone gets to see baby. And dad wanted to drive. You know, I wanted dad to come a bit earlier to meet baby, but because dad was like, oh, I'm going to come on this date. But that was the day that baby was going to come. So I was like, no, dad, I don't want you to come then because it's too much. And I was like, "Come with cat," and he didn't want to do that. Anyway, he finally he, he came just before Christmas, and um, like a few days, what was like the twenty third or something mm. or twenty second, he arrived, and he drove him, cat, and mum drove down. So that was lovely. But then he, and, but he was, he seemed tired. But then at the same time, like I wasn't really taking it in because yeah. I was, I had just had the baby as well. So I was sort of recovering. I was within a month. I had just had the baby, mm. so I wasn't really concentrating on on what was happening with dad in the sense but i think he was more chilled he did seem more chilled and relaxed and
1: we thought because there was lots of people you know it was Mm, probably 12 adults or 15 adults or something so we we thought that he was a bit more chilled for those reasons you know like giving everyone a time to speak and share with each other
0: but soon after, when he so you guys drove back, and I think it was New Year's Day mm. that we realized something was wrong, or Mum and Dad realized something was yeah. wrong because he um, he just was was really tired, yeah, and, and slow, and mm. his belly was bloated, mm. and then yeah, so he got diagnosed with cancer when about maybe in February, yeah. So he was going into
1: hospital getting tested. Um, he was having a lot of fluid uh, building up in his uh, stomach area that needed to be uh, removed, um, to, uh, you know, so we're, drained. We're
0: drained. He had to have, like, procedures done. But yeah. at the same time, he was getting tests done. And then finally, I think around Feb time, yeah. they said he had cancer. Mm. So then end of Feb, I travelled in. Mm. Um, me and Jonathan, my husband, came in uh with baby to London and then I got to see him in hospital at the mm. time he wasn't at home he had to go back into hospital yeah and oh god I just hated seeing him there and mm. but I just I, I didn't think ever no. that you know because you think okay it's treatable like you we we they said what sort of cancer it was and then we said okay there's there's actually people live for a long time with that yeah. cancer and okay it's one of those ones like we thought we'd have time but then this is a time when pandemic was starting to take hold yeah. And I I spent, I think it was a long weekend, wasn't I there? Yeah. Maybe a week, I don't know, maybe a long weekend. Not that long, not that long there. But I had already had my ticket to come back in March. Mm. And my ticket was literally just booked. It was booked already, but as the pandemic was taking over, um, they were going to do a lockdown, I think. And I think it was just at the time of a sort of lockdown. I think you returned before the lockdown, no, cat. that was when I came in at the end of Feb, early March. Yeah, yeah, I think you returned early
1: March and the lockdown was the 22nd of March.
0: Yeah, but my, my, I didn't come back because Dad told me not to come back. Oh, you were saying you are going to come back? Yeah, I was going to oh, come sorry, back. Oh, sorry, I thought yeah. you meant back to France. No, no, yeah, back. I returned back to France. Sorry, right, sorry, right, right, if, if that's not yeah. clear. So I, I stayed for like a long weekend. Yeah um saw dad in hospital mm. went back to france but yeah. i already had a ticket another ticket booked to come back to yeah, england right. yeah. um in march like mm. the mid mid sort of march or whatever yeah. maybe yeah and um and then the lockdown was yeah was just set after my ticket mm. you know like if i was to fly but dad actually said dad sent me a text and he was like i do not want you to come yeah not in my name, he said. Mm. He said, I don't want anyone to risk the health, your health, because I was breastfeeding, so I would have come back with with baby. Mm. And he's like, I don't want to risk the health of my grandson or your health. And this is going on. And I just really, so I was just like, okay, dad, yeah, like, okay, I'll see you again, yeah. you know, and just did not think that. No, at all. I did not think that that would be literally the last time I saw my dad. Mm. You yeah, know and after that it was so sad but I got to speak to him on the phone and stuff like that I don't think we need to go into no. like the way uh, where he passed because I wouldn't yeah I want us to more focus on like his life but yeah no but the point mm. is just like you know you
1: never know when you're gonna die even yeah. if you say one day I'm gonna die yeah. that was that was what
0: yeah absolutely absolutely of, yeah but he had such a great life yeah. and, and and he, he was loved and he was loved he was and what loved. I'm so happy is that I at least got to speak to him before he, he died and, and to tell him how much he was loved. And, and I remember putting a post on a Facebook to ask people to pray and send positive messages and positive energy towards us and and so many people reached out you know so many people so many people and i said to dad look all these people are thinking of you yeah. all these people. and there was a point when he started to get better wasn't it yeah there was a point where it felt like he was starting to get better and i just really thought oh my god it works like this really works yeah yeah yeah, <sighs> yeah. But it's, just, it's it's so weird not having him because I think because I didn't get to go to the funeral. Sometimes I think, do I even believe that he's gone? Mm. Like Sometimes I just can't even fathom it. Mm. But now it's been a year since he's yeah. gone. And and I just think oh, it's a whole year since I haven't talked to my dad. Do you know, like any time I used to travel back and forth to London from France all the time. Mm. And dad would always pick me up from the airport. Mm always always what at the station I get he's like okay get this bus and just call me when you land always first person I talk to as soon as I land I call daddy mm. you know he's like okay okay just let me know when you're on the bus and then I'll be yeah. there and he'd always be and then he'd pick me up and then we'd drive home chatting 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 and I would chat 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 and dad and then sometimes it, <laughs> we'd get home and we'd stay in the car Aww. and we'd stay in the car for another hour just chat 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 chatting chat and then he's like okay let's go inside like I could just chat to dad yeah 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 speak about he was everything. a, chatter, a chatter. he was a chatterbox but he chatter, could chatter. listen cat cat mm. he could listen he was interested yes he wanted to know he wanted to know mm. he wanted to know he wanted to be there for people Mm. he wanted to uplift people even sometimes like my my friends like he'd love my friends and he'd want to send them emails i was like oh dad don't send on the email (laughs) no 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 i'm gonna say and like he'd out out, outside of me like you know he'd send emails of encouragement to my friends he'd give them books yeah he'd he'd, he'd, um support them you know yeah
1: definitely definitely very very special man very special very special
0: man he touched so many people mm. I just wish we could like I said to you the other day I wish we got to do like a big birthday party for him Ugh.
1: he didn't want his own birthday party he didn't want his own he, bar- he other loved, people's he birthday loved to
0: celebrate other people's birthday and do big big, big center of attention <laughs> on other people's birthdays <laughs> Yeah. but he didn't want his own you get up quite upset about it. No, no i'm not
1: having a birthday party <laughs> like, but dad you love birthday parties <laughs> you love it i don't know why you don't want your uh, own we should
0: have just over overridden his decision Ugh. it would have been so much fun you would have loved it he would have loved it he would have eventually loved it mm. everyone get up and do speeches oh, everyone really like. you know yeah, oh. and he, he was a good. You and he take loved the to dance. Oh my God, yeah. Dad loved to dance, didn't yeah, he? Loved to Remember dance. Fatma's wedding? Yeah. Oh, Cat's well, best friend's wedding. Yeah. Like she's Turkish, so we had all this like live band, Turkish music. Dad was up there was, dancing, was, dancing yeah, it clicking, the and them. Them. he said, "Just," he said to Jonathan, my husband, he goes, "Look, just look at what other people are doing, and you copy." Because John yeah. was like, "Oh, your dad really knows how to oh, dance," and yeah. Dad's like, no, "No, no, the key is you just look what other people do and copy." And Dad's yeah, like, he he hand, hand in the He
1: air loved clicking. it. He oh. loved it. Yeah, he loved it. I was just saying, you can really take the piss out of dad
0: as well, couldn't you? Dad could take a joke, man. He really he, he could be the butt of people's jokes. He had such joke. good humour. Yeah, you know his big belly, and his cousin would go, "Oh, look at your belly," and I like, "Oh, my belly! Don't worry about my belly." Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know? When I started giving speeches, and I'd say to Mum and Dad, I'd invite them to watch, and I and they said, "What's it about?" And I said, "Well," I talk about you. Mum would just be like, "Oh no, Catherine, don't, <laughs> don't you talk about me? Don't talk That's about me." That's why Mum can't get down
0: with this podcast. Like, Mum, you listen, no. Well, don't
1: tell you why you're even talking about you talk too much. But Dad, he wouldn't mind. And I, in my speeches, I would just like be saying, "My dad, you know, yeah, my dad." Knows. And my would say, "Does your dad know? Like, he's coming to watch these speeches. Does he know you're gonna mm-hmm. what you're gonna say?" I say no, and I'll say certain things, and everyone would just watch, look at Dad. Mm-hmm. But my friends would So you know what you could just see the pride in his Mm. eyes like he's just watching you thinking okay you know I'm I'm the bad guy I'm Mm. the guy she's gonna make a joke out of okay okay but you know what I appreciated though because I was taking my speaking through Toastmasters quite seriously at one point Mm. and I was doing competitions and uh, dad would come and watch and and he would give me some feedback mm. as well, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Some really sound, very good, concrete feedback. Yeah. And I was just like, "Thank you, Dad. You know, like you know, come and enjoy and support me and drive me there and drive yeah. my friends there and just you know, because you know, it's important to me." And he said, Catherine, you he did this, can but support, yeah." And gave me. I remember the last competition I did, and he said, and he and I and I came third. And he was like, okay, you know, it was very good. But I think the, you know, your delivery, when you were looking around the room, you wasn't, you weren't sticking in with the contact, eye contact with people. Mm. And I think it was that. And I was like, wow, Wow. dad, that's really good. I love it. Yeah. Thank knew so
0: much. Yeah. Oh, I miss daddy. And like, I, I just be phoning him. Oh, he used to leave me some long voicemails. He loves a long voicemail. So funny. He's like, "Right, well, this is Natalia's voicemail. Okay, Natalia's voicemail. I'm gonna leave you a message." Yeah. <laughs> like <enjoying laughs> me. oh, it's always. And then sometimes I'll say, ma- ma- dad, and we just talk, and then it'll come to a natural end. And I will go, "Okay, what else?" And he go, "What else?" Uh, what else? Uh, <laughs> talk. oh. Yeah, talking yeah. on the phone. God. Yeah. So, I think I feel like we've covered most things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going to say like he's like um I, I wrote in one of the notes that like he loved being around the Latin American community. Yeah. And he loved the being, being around women in, like. as well, didn't he? Oh, was, oh, that's one big thing about dad. He was a, he was a major flirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he was a good friend to women. <laughs> but, but, no, first of all, he was a good Girl, Dad. Yeah, he was a good friend to women. Yeah, and he loved women. Yeah, and he loved to flirt. Yeah, honestly, like he, you would find Dad flirting at the Tesco counter, woman. Mm. You know, the, the <laughs> checkout lady. It, it. Oh, how are you today? Oh, you know. But I always love it because I know that I'm a flirt. <laughs> we got to I get, from I get it from Dad. Yeah. You know, we just get like. It from me. <laughs> oh, oh, you know. Oh. That's important. It's nice.
1: It says, oh, thank you, Natalia. It's very nice to talk about dad in this way. You're to thanking keep, me? Yeah, because, you oh. know, to have this conversation, to speak about him. So it's not just inside in your thoughts. It's nice to actually mm. speak these words out to um to remember someone and to yeah. keep the memory alive. when mm. I was writing my notes, honestly I was laughing, I was crying, mm. I was like, he was such a character and I wanna remember yeah. you know, all the funny things he said, all the funny things he did. And and do you know what we you know, Gordon when when my brother, when when my dad passed, Gordon told me a few of his stories, mm. you know, and it's very different. The advice that he was giving gordon as his son mm. very different stories i'd never heard before yeah, so mm. you know and it's and it's He's nice. really personal yeah and it's just people. nice to see your dad in so many different lights i know yeah. him as my dad but mm. it's nice when uh, your friends were telling you or my friends as well telling you what they remember about him yeah. and uh, you know in, in, you just piece this picture together of this great man he he was such a
0: great man yeah Nothing but love for mm. our father. And yeah. thank you, Katie, for being open to having this moment yeah. as well. Yeah, And I think that, you know, for us, like, you know, dad passed and I was in France. I couldn't go back to be at the funeral and that was a really sort of difficult time. But I think that having Kat there and having Kat here with me now has just made this this year this past yeah. year a lot easier yeah and i think even having this podcast even knowing that in the back of my head i always knew we were going to do this episode mm. we mentioned it from the very beginning yeah. and i always knew we were going to do it but even before reaching this episode it's like we we've just had so much fun on this podcast yeah. and it's been really soothing yeah. being able just to have this sisterhood yeah. fun knowing even though we're sharing this sort of pain mm. Yeah. even though we're sharing this pain of this um of this bereavement of this huge man in our life you know i think just having you here with me has just made it so much easier yeah. you know so i thank you for that thank you and um and i thank dad you know i yeah. think dad is here i think i've i've just i don't know i don't know i don't know i just feel like i mean i would say to you like i feel like he's so close like yeah. i don't and maybe it's because i never really got to see him at the end that but i just feel that he's he he's still here pr i feel his presence i feel like he's proud of us oh, i feel yeah. like this love this connection that we have and we'll see him again yeah you know yeah definitely so on that note, guys, thank you all for listening to this. If you did listen to this, I hope you were able to experience who our dad was. Yeah, I think so. You know, I through think our it was a nice through our portrayal. Words. Yeah and he will always always crop up as he has done yeah he's such a major part of oh, our yeah. lives that whenever we tell a story on this podcast wherever we talk about something dad will always crop up oh, I'm, I'm, I know we're winding up can I just say one more thing uh, yes absolutely. I
1: remember when I was starting to date maybe in my um, early 20s And people would say, oh, you know, what's your family situation? I was like, okay, yeah, so my dad and my dad and my dad and my dad. Certainly in my early 20s, I was always talking about dad. Mm. Always talking about dad. He is such an a huge male mm. in my life yeah. but just the person in my life i was always talking about dad yeah and they were like okay what about other people in your family Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. but you
0: know and it just makes it we we are so so privileged and it isn't even lost on me mm. even back then yeah um that the privilege of having someone like dad in our lives and i think that's what made me who i am yeah you know made me personally the confident woman that i am Mm. i told the story before of dad saying never let a man drive your car Mm. to me it was just like you are in control you own your stuff and he always he raised us to be super confident super strong women you know yeah and 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 he did a great job and he was proud i think that was his proudest moment even you know when we say about like he didn't really do as well as he probably wanted in like education mm. and stuff like that. But he had us to show his success. Yeah. You he know? was so proud of us. He was always, 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 always so proud of us. So, so yeah, that's our daddy boo, John Anderson. John Anderson. John. Oh, should I say his, you <laughs> I say, even now I want to say his full <laughs> name, but then I know dad will be like, don't say my name. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you already told <laughs> the, <laughs> the year of his birth. He's already told the year of his birth. Someone's going to come and find him. <laughs>
1: Oh, Oh, John Anderson, we love love you you so much. We love love you you so much. Thank Thank you. you for everything. How I remember you. Dame un beso means "give me a kiss" in Spanish. Recurring words my memory clings to, spoken in Dad's tone calling my name. My father, my hero, there from the beginning of my time, like a rock that has always been there, majestic like an orchestra playing on the radio on a familiar drive. How often did I sit with Dad and go for a drive? I used to see him every day and greet him with a kiss. He was always so happy to see me. The orchestra booming or humming in the air, a comforting memory of my parents' home. The music, concrete, there like the rock of my father's presence, capturing my upbringing. How to sum it up in a name? I remember the way my dad called my name, Swallowing a syllable. It's not vital to life, not like a drive. A favourite pastime, wherever the destination. City, beach or rock. We would people-watch, eavesdrop conversations, watch lovers kiss, the purpose for being out. Sometimes Dad liked to travel down memory lane, revisit places he lived, worked or first heard a particular orchestra. I once asked Dad which member of an orchestra he would be. He loved music. I've only just learnt the name of a music lover, a mellow manic. Any relation to mania? Our shared memory of some low points, hard to answer topics even on a drive, usually the best place to discuss or clash heads. I once was slow to kiss and make up with Dad once willing to turn my back on the rock. The funny thing about it is that the rock never moved, ever constant like the daily habit of tuning in to an orchestra. One day you will miss his presence, wanting to kiss and hug. Hug and apologise and call him by his pet name. One day you would yearn for the longest drive imaginable, committing more time and experiences to memory. We made duck. Now I search through the archives of my memory. Life has overturned, and my footing sometimes falters as I have lost my rock. I'm making several journeys, but they're not the same as a drive with Dad. I used to watch Dad conducting an orchestra in the vault of our home. It's the myriad of small things by some name or other that I miss. At the end, I'm able to share a kiss. I want to drive cross-country in Dad's memory reach the coast, blow a kiss to the sea and look out to where water meets rock, with nature sounds reaching a crescendo like an orchestra honouring his name.